It's now time for the Monday Breakdown with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling and Mitch Lewis. Let's welcome in the team. Hello to you, Mickey Gannon. Good morning, G. Morning, Dino. Morning, Mitchy. Hello to you, Dino. We might have lost Dino there. G'day, Mitchy Lewis. Morning, boys. How are you? I think Dino looking at the screens on mute there, so he might have. I know he's dropped out now, but yeah, I hope you're all well. Yeah, I think Dino had a big weekend at um, Manly on the on, over the weekend, so um, yeah, he's probably just forgot <laughs> he's to press. St- the he's still button. wearing the same shirt, so yeah, you never know. <laughs> Um, big weekend of racing, lads. Where do you want to start? We might start with Caulfield on Friday afternoon, the Australia Day meeting, and this was an impressive performance. His name is High Octane, and he got the job done in that Blue Diamond preview for the Colts and Geldings. Inner visions at the 200 metres from Holmes Accord. High Octane is running on now on the outside under the persuasion of the whip. High Octane drifts in on the inside. Holmes Accord kicks, but High Octane a little bit wayward, but too good. High Octane, three quarters of a length. Holmes Accord, a gap inner visions. Let's face the music. He was impressive, High Octane, and he was a little easy in the market late. He was well back when markets came out on Wednesday when the fields were announced there for that meeting at Caulfield, but. Um, he sat just off the pace, and after just the one trial, he bolted away to win impressively. He's now the favourite with Bet365 for the Blue Diamond in about three or four weeks' time. And Dean Watling, you're back today, Dino. Yeah, morning, fellas. Sorry, little technical issues there, but no, that was yep. impressive. Um, the market support loved this cult throughout the week, and like you mentioned, Gary, probably just got in too short pre-race day. And then had to get out of it. But of the two previews we saw on the weekend, the Phillies and then the Colts and the Geldings, I'd be definitely looking to take the Colts and Geldings and high octane uh, leading into that prelude and um, the Blue Diamond. And what I love most about the win was probably a little bit slow yes. to the 600 metres here. And then his late burst or his last 200 metres was exceptional. I think if they go harder to the sticks from where he was in the run, I think he wins by further. So... That just screams to me, get me to 11, get me to 1,200 metres. I've got a stack of improvement to come. And um, he looks the one out of both races that I'd probably want to take, boys. Now, Dino, did you tip this horse with the Blue Diamond future markets of $51 last week? Yes, Gareth, I did. So hopefully a couple of uh, listeners out there jumped on that price. Uh, I know something will we'll get heartbreak. We'll get something leading until we pull up the temperature. But hopefully we get to race day with him and we've got that big juicy overs price and we can have a little play around. But, yes, it feels good on a Monday to be sitting there with a this $51 is, ticket is, to the Diamond. This is, this is the driver type of, you know... Um, Type of you know, type of work from you there, Dino. This could nearly, we don't like, want him to come nearly went, No, you nearly went like the driver nearly went into the Hall of Fame. But high octane's now the four dollar fifty favourite with Bet three six five, the world's favourite online betting brand for the Blue Diamond Stakes. We know Storm Boy's definitely not going there. Bob Bastille's at seven dollars. Stay focused at seven dollars, and Anisa at nine dollars. I'll have a chat about those horses in just a moment. But Mickey Gannon, what did you make of high octane there on Friday? Yeah, super impressive, G. Really, really good and deserved favourite for the Blue Diamond now. I think probably had, you know, perfect run. Race shape was absolutely ideal. Mitchie might probably yeah. touch on that more with, with the data, but just to the eye, it was perfect. So you, you really want to see what these horses can do when they're tested under pressure and when things don't go their way. But at the moment, yeah, high octane, clearly the one on top there. And um, Mitchie, how did you see that? How did the data line up, mate? Yeah, no, he was 
pretty good uh, in that sense that they were they were faster than say class benchmark average. Um, so was Hayasugi though, but high octane. I think Dino had some good points. Is definitely the one to take away. He he still looked the standout of the day. Put himself in a good position, and I think he still showed a little bit of greenness. So there's probably still improvement to come there too, which is uh, encouraging if you're with him going forwards. So, Another one maybe to take out of the race going forwards, Blue Stratum's pulled up lame, probably mm. potentially doesn't go to the diamond, but just because that horse hasn't run well here again, doesn't mean next time you see it pop up in a different race that you should hop off. Well, is any, any, hop concern, off. Yeah. any concern you with the greenness? You should hop off Blue Stratum now. <laughs> he, he failed the other day. I know he pulled up lame on Friday. But oh, I mean, I don't, I don't I, think I, in a group one. I mean, like a listed race somewhere. Next time oh, you see okay. him turn out, yep. he's still a good horse. Any concern with the greenness, fellas, in regards to that horse? Is green with perfect race shape? Do you have any concerns if it goes into a race, uh, you know, with more pressure? Um, Dino, probably for you. Yeah, it's interesting. Caulfield can be a little bit of a tricky track, um, but I think you'll learn an absolute stack out of it. I think he's a big raw horse. I think a faster tempo maybe increases uh, 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 um, his ability to probably switch on and, not sort of bounce around and just pull the turn maybe didn't help him. But it's a good point, Gano. I think uh, professionalism and horses that know how to take gaps, know how to present themselves in run, they're going to go a long way to winning one of these big features, the diamond and the slipper Gareth. I don't know about that, Mickey. Would you think that it could be just a, a big plus for him that he went into that race with just the one trial? Um, yeah. And Mark Zara said after that race that they just wanted to ride him quite like it. Not like a trial, but just look after him to make sure he gets a good experience and he'll improve... He'll improve dramatically from that particular effort on debut. So um, I think it's scary for his rivals that he might get, get a little bit better into a preview and then a, then a blue diamond. So he's the favourite at 450. Um, we had Hayasugi that was impressive off the track at $15. This is what she did in the Phillies preview there on Friday. Not to be at the 200 metres. She hung the moon, still three quarters of a length off her. Then came Matisse and Hayasugi the outside. To be or not to be, 100 to go. Hayasugi wearing her down. To be or not to be. And Hayasugi, photo finish. Photo finish, Hayasugi or to be or not to be, Matisse. Well, it was to be for Hayasugi for Clint McDonald. This is why you're going to listen to the stable mail on the Thursday. He gave this filly a really good push, and she was out the gate late there, Mitchie Lewis, so she defied that betting drift to win, and it was a good effort under the circumstances. Yeah, it's interesting. I sort of thought, I think I had her on top based on that she'd had that sort of race experience, and I think that kind of showed. Some of the other two-year-old fillies looked a little bit green at stages, and she's obviously held on for that wide run, and I thought she ran okay. I thought she'd be... Yeah. close enough in a diamond like data wise she's only about a length and a bit behind high octane but i agree with what dino said a little bit earlier i think outside of her in this preview i'm not sure how many of these fillies would be competitive i'd be looking to the prelude to make a decision on okay. some fillies i don't know what the other boys think yeah i think you make a really good point mitch i think just take it as a win i think anything moving forward out of that race boys i'd probably be more than happy to take on they've gone out similar sectionals to the 600 metres as the listed race of the 1,000 metres, which Cumin won, and they've come home about six lengths inferior. So looking at the two, I thought, hey, Sugi probably had a dream run there too. The bunch finish, you compare that to the boys, Gano, and um, high octane's gapped them, big gaps in behind, and you just suggest with a faster tempo, he'd be screaming home um, more sort of faster than obviously, hey, Sugi. So probably really want to take this race on moving forward to the form. Yep, completely agree, fellas.
And just quickly on my comments regarding Blue Stratum, I, I think he's a great horse, but I think he's a promising horse. But I get concerned, Dino, when they go to Sydney on a really hot day like he did, and it was like 40-odd degrees, and he had to travel from Ballarat to Sydney, and then he has another problem when he gets back to the races on a Friday, um, whether maybe they, that this season it just hasn't gone to plan, they might just have to start again towards the back end of the, the two-year-old season. Yep, we think you described the half the battle with the two-year-olds, just keeping them sound and um, throughout the whole preparation. It's hard enough with an older horse, but uh, I think what you mentioned is perfect. I think with these younger horses, any sort of lameness issues, setbacks, it's incredibly hard to get them back up. They're so fickle. So I'd agree. I think maybe they might bring him back later on in the two-year-old year. I'm not sure what Timmy and the team have planned, but he's probably one that I'd want to take on just off a couple of issues. They're so sort of fickle. So really good point there. All right, then. Let's um, stay with the two-year-olds. What about this for a performance on Debut by a horse named after one of my favourite countries? Switzerland's looking for a gap and getting it now. Game on. Russian Revolution being challenged by Switzerland, who swooped and kicked away. Going to second, Castagna down the middle of the track with Russian Roulette fighting back. But it's a big win for Switzerland on Debut, beating Castagna. Get the odds there. Bella Kadash has got up to run third. So Switzerland was impressive. Guy Molcast has just walked past us. He's the one that purchased Switzerland. Um, they tell me he goes to the English Dash now. Just having a look at the markets there for that fe- featured two-year-old race. Um, he might be at the English Dash. It should say it's England at Ma- English Millennium. So he's at $3 now. And the firm favourite from fully lit at four seventy-five. dollars Otison at five fifty. Ruta Royale at uh, $7 and Fearless at $9 there. So that's the market for the English Millennium, Mickey Gannon. What did you make of Switzerland there on Saturday? Yeah, really impressive, G. Really, really impressive. And look, I think another similar to High Octane was in the right place, had the right race shape. You know, you wanted to be um, up on speed and he he was there. Uh, He had a horse going out in front that really didn't set the world alight. I was a bit surprised by that performance. Did a bit of work early. Uh, I speak of Russian roulette. But uh, look, Switzerland was far, far too good for them uh, and probably could have gone better. So, yeah, I think Switzerland's very hard to beat wherever it goes. We were with Fully Lit in the English Millennium, around $11, I think we suggested. Now it's into uh, whatever whatever yeah. it is now, 460 I think you want to take back Switzerland as well because it looks like racing two in that race. Gee, man. All right, then, Dino, would you make a Switzerland there on the weekend? Yeah, I think what we're going to do with these two yard races is just look a little bit deeper than just the horse winning. So when we look at the uh, sort of the times and the data and then you look at the actual race shape, I think the way he sort of went about it, I love the ride by Kieran McAvoy, just kept niggling at him. He struggled to keep up over a thousand metres, which I think that was the query leading into the race. But the reason he probably won and won so impressively and had the ability to was Kieran just kept him there, allowed him to settle just in beyond the speed. And then once the doors opened, he absolutely rocketed away. He's run the fifth fastest last 200 of the entire meeting. He's four to the two split and he's two to the finish split are really, really similar, which just screams to me he's going to be a freak over two 1,200 metres um, yeah. in time. So I can't wait to see him. And we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, Gareth, um, that sort of fickle period. If you don't debut before Christmas leading to a Golden Slipper, the dates of the three of the last five winners of the Golden Slipper have debuted between the 20th and the 28th of January. So he fits that mould leading to a Slipper. So um, very, very exciting to have him and High Octane leading into those races. Mitchie Lewis, are you scared of Switzerland if you're a, an opposition horse going in towards some of those bigger two-year-old races coming up in the next six weeks? 
Yeah, I think it's valid to be. Um, like Dino's touched on it pretty well um, to the eye as well as the data suggests that it was really, really impressive and he he looked pretty exciting. So, yeah, going forwards, he's he's definitely one that's going to threaten some of these bigger races. So we've got, we've got a couple of really handy Group 3 two-year-old races coming up at Rose Hill on Saturday, the Widden Stakes for the Phillies and also the Canterbury Stakes. So we'll learn a little bit more, Dino, um, and the markets will obviously change once again after some performances there on Saturday. And uh, you've also got the Caulfield meeting where you've got um, the return of Aniva who will go around in uh, the Chairman Stakes, I think it is. So um, there's some nice horses returning. And I had a chat to Peter Moody yesterday. He's got big raps on Aniva as well. So um, it's an exciting time of the year. Yeah, we definitely have to take note. Uh, I think Shinzo debuted in the Canterbury last year and went on to win a Golden Slipper. So um, Switzerland's similar mould the week before, but um, it's a really exciting year. It didn't start off very strong with these two-year-old boys, but the, the more we've got into it, the more and more these two-year-olds are starting to step up. I know we've got Shanglar Express, who we might see this weekend, potentially Storm Boy, and a few others coming back. So I think it is time um, as we lead into these big races, we start to really take note of these two-year-olds. And so you've got, just quickly, boys, Blue Diamond Stakes, High Octane 450, Storm Boy's not going, Bulba still had a setback, so it only goes to the prelude now into the to the Blue Diamond Stakes. The setback was only minor, but I think they wanted to start him a little early. So he'll go to a, a prelude into a Blue Diamond now. They've got Otison in the English Millennium, so that's why Bulba still's not going there. Um, well, the same owning own, ownership group have those two horses, so they're splitting them up, which is understandable. Stay focused at seven dollars. It's been well supported in the markets. It continues to f- firm in. Anisa at nine dollars. Bodyguards unlikely to go to a Blue Diamond at ten dollars. Coleman at thirteen, and then we go to Hayasugi at fifteen dollars. And Kiro Yanagi is the South Australian filly. She's probably a little bit too short for mine at thirteen dollars. So. Um, any value there, Mickey Gannon, or are we just sticking with our ticket from last week with high octane? Yeah, if you've got $51 high octane, you're uh, sitting pretty, so thank you, Dino. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think there's no value left in that market, G, other than to say that high octane, yeah, maybe there is. Maybe it should be closer to $4. Yeah. Dino? Yeah, it's sort of starting to get to the period now where you're probably not chiming into the futures markets. Maybe you want to see him in the preludes coming up. So for me, yeah, I'm probably sitting pretty Mitchy, maybe just waiting to see a couple of these that have had that break and maybe a first up in your preludes. Yeah, that's what I'd be looking at. One that I'm keeping an eye on is Stay Focused. Um, I think, I guess he might go to a prelude as well as the first run in. So that would be one that I would keep an eye on. I sort of think if you want to back him, Storm Boy's going to come out of the market, so he might be slightly overs now, but I, I would be waiting. It's going to change completely yeah. by the time we get past these preludes again. And Storm Boy's the dominant favourite for the slipper at the moment, $3. Shangler Express at $8. Switzerland at $9. Highness at 13 Bodyguard at 17 High Octane at $17. Manos. Oh, I don't know about Manos anymore. He's <laughs> um, $17. Sounds like he could, should be about a little longer than that. Bob is still at 20 to 1. Espinage at 20 to 1. Um, so that's the story there for the Golden Slipper. Um, Storm Boy's probably the horse to beat. I, I guess you. Is there any. Maybe Switzerland at $9 there, Dino? Could be a little value, or there's still a long way to go? 
Yeah, long way to go. I think uh, when we see horses win on the weekend, they often firm and horses that don't race, they often drift. So it depends. If he wins the English Millennium, we could be talking 4 or $5. So you could say there's value yeah. there. But for me, it is far out and how fickle two-year-olds are. There's probably no real value in that market for me. Well, if you've got a question for a team or if you've got a future bet for us, let us know. Just go to the SEN Talk and you can... Um, you can record a message for us, and it's pretty easy to do. So you go to the SEN app. You've got to update your app if you can't see it, but go to the SEN app. Go to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Click on that, and then there's the talk button down the bottom. Record your message, and you can say, Dino, you're a genius. $51 or $41 for Octane. I'll buy you a couple of beers next time I see you at Cronulla or something like that. Or you might <laughs> say you're dreaming, Gareth. You've got no idea about anything. Um, so, yeah, send whatever you want to send in. Um, we'd love to hear from you. This is Giddy Up on a Monday morning. We're live from Caraca. The sales are underway for day two. We'll come back and we'll have a look at some of the other races from the weekend. This is the Monday Breakdown team. Thanks to Bet365. You're with Gareth Hall, Mitchie Lewis, Mickey Gannon and Dean Watling on this Monday morning. I'm free to do what I Welcome back to Giddy Up. We're live from Caraca for day two of the sales here in New Zealand. It was a successful day yesterday. We're spending up. I think Australians spent $5 million more million than they did last year. And the, the Kiwis spent up as well. They spent $3 million more than they did last year. And that's mainly due to the um, injection of prize money into New Zealand racing. So it's a good vibe at the sales, good vibe for New Zealand racing. It was a great day there on Saturday at Ellerslie for Caraca Millions Day. So... Um, we'll have a chat about that with Butch Castles a little later on. Now, the NFL, NFL, we've got um, two games at the moment, both conference championship games. You win this and then you're into the big dance, the Super Bowl. And um, Jules Marcus is our expert when it comes to American sport, and he joins us now. G'day, Jules. Just a quick update with the Chief and the Ravens. Surely the Ravens won't choke against the Chiefs this morning. Uh, you'd, you'd think so, but Patrick Mahomes is doing Patrick Mahomes things. 20 seconds left till halftime. Chiefs leading 14-7, to and they're 33 yards out from scoring again. So at the very least, they'll get three more points to take at a halftime. And if the Chiefs win this, they'll win the Super Bowl, G. This is yep. that right, amazing. The big question is whether Taylor Swift will cancel her tour to Tokyo um, so she can attend the Super Bowl to watch Travis, her boyfriend. That's the big question, I think. And can the 49ers defeat the Lions in the other conference championship match a little later on? Uh, 12.30, that game starts. Um, I'm going to be careful. Is that 12.30 New Zealand time? Or 12.30 10? New Zealand time, 10.30 Australian yep. Eastern time. But I'd be feeling so a little not nervous. Far away. I'd be nervous if I had Tokyo Taylor Swift tickets at the moment, just quietly. But uh, I'd expect okay. the 49ers to get it done at home. They've been on an absolute tear. The Lions fairytale story has been sensational, but probably ends today. All right, then. Thanks for that, Jules. So we'll keep an eye on those NFL matches. Um, let's go back to our Monday breakdown. Let's relive the performance of Brave Mead in that high-class three-year-old race, the Manfred Stakes there at Caulfield on Saturday. But the leader, Brave Mead, 200 to go. Still had two and a half to party, set a fire, and then King Colorado from a long way back. Brave Mead, 100 metres to go, getting a little bit weary, but is going to return a winner. Brave Mead, a length, King Colorado, a terrific run, and thirds to party. They were followed by Amigo. So, Mitchie Lewis, Brave, Brave Mead, won the race at the start. Blake Shin gave it a beautiful ride. He led and led them a merry dance, and basically, Ned, let nothing really else into that contest there on Friday afternoon. 
Yeah, um, it's it was a really good performance. I was really impressed. I thought he just took control of it early. Um, he, look, he he had a funny prep last prep, Brad Mead. Like he looked good at stages and then didn't. So definitely, I think there's one to follow if he's going to improve off of that. But I don't know stacks to take away from this race. Like King Colorado, impressive Stepardi. You want to probably see again after over racing early. That's to me probably cost him the race. And Carbonados, the Stewart's report, he's pulled up lane. So. For only six runners, there's a fair bit of takeaway in this race. I don't know. Yeah. Gano thought to the eye. Yeah, I thought King Colorado was enormous, but you didn't have to be a genius to uh, to see that to one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brave Mead got away with it in a small field. Really good win. Full credit, Blake Shin and Stepardi. Oh, I don't know what you do with it moving forward, Dino. Yeah, it's a good question. I think he didn't do himself any favors. I would love seeing roll, but um, I understand it's his first run for the preparation. What I will say, maybe a reflection of what we've learned out of it, is just that Paul Bruce was stable. That their stats just read 8% first up, 12% second up, 15% third up. So his horse has got improvement on Brave Mead. What do they do now, Gareth? Do you think they stick to 1,200 meters? It's, that's the conundrum. Maybe the better 1,200 meter race. So this race is rated really well. Perfect ride by Blake Chin, but. I guess they've got to figure that out now if they want to push him up to 14 and 16 again. I think they're going to the Australian Guineas with him. I think they yeah. think he'll suit Flemington, and that's the goal for Brave Me. Just having a look at the Australian Guineas market, King Colorado now into favourite at 650. It was a run of a horse that just, like, get me to a 1,600 metres at Flemington. Um, written all over him there after that performance on Saturday. Griff at $7, V8 won't be going there, I would imagine, at $7. And we'll have a chat about V8 in just a moment. Uh, Crescetti, the star Kiwi, at $9. Militarise at $10. I don't think he's going there. Um, I'll, I'll check with the Kiwis. Orchestral that was impressive the other day at $13. If she goes there, she'll be hard to beat. I'm just having a look at the few of the other horses. Like Stepati's out to $13. He's probably unlikely. Um, and Carbonados, like, I know that he pulled up lame, but I, I wouldn't completely rule him out. I think it was a case, and I was um, with Benny Hayes there on Saturday night. No, it was Friday night, actually, after I caught the same plane as him. And I think in hindsight, with those lightly raced horses, maybe handing up the the position outside of the leader, and then once he did that, he just got too keen. Um and he didn't really relax, so maybe he was just better just to keep on rolling himself. So I think they'll go to an easier assignment next time and then see if he can improve his manners a little bit. And I wouldn't rule him out completely now from Australian Guineas. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds there, Mickey Gannon. Really interesting. We, you know, King Colorado's produced a huge run first up. What happens with its second up? Does it flatten out, regress a little bit? You'd probably yeah. think so, and then come back third up for just a huge, huge run. In regards to the Australian Guineas, though, yeah, deserved favourite for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd surprise it's still 650. I thought they would have overreacted a little more. Yeah, he did do that in a winks, didn't he? He was impressive, King Colorado first up. Second up, he was only okay, wasn't he? Yeah, I think that they. Look, they're one of the best stables in the world and they've got all the data points and everything to prove it. But that, that, it was a strange preparation. You know, it was a really yeah. strange preparation. And I don't think they'll make that uh, same uh, mistake or I don't think they'll follow the same trend they did uh, last time. And I, I think you'll see a, a really just basic uh, first up, second up, third up into the Australian Guineas and the horse will go bang. Any yeah. value in any of those those horses there, Dino? Then we'll go to you, Mitchie. 
Yeah, I think uh, Gano makes a really good point in Colorado because they obviously first up into the, the wink stakes and then they really try to freshen him up and keep him to the 14 for the Golden Rose, which probably didn't work. He, he raced really flat and then he got sent down for the guineas and then up to 2,000 metres in a Cox Plate. So um, he's maybe a horse that I've let get under the radar in the sense that you know, with a better preparation now, we could see him progress a lot better to his right distances um, spaced out, Mitchie. So, yeah, really good point there by Gano. Uh, yeah, I reckon the boys have covered it pretty well. Um, the only one, Brave Mead, I thought he hasn't won over the 1,600 metres before, but they had him sort of mixing prep with him a little bit. Um, if he gets the right run of the race where he can lead him up again, you know, then he, he could be around the mark in that same race as well and tick off that 1,600 metre box. This is Giddy Up live on a Monday morning here, live from the Kraka Sales. Kraka 2024, your source of racetrack champions, NZBs, Kraka Yielding Sales. On now at the Kraka Sales Centre, and all you need to do is head to nzb.co.nz to keep up date to, to keep updated on what's happening here at the sales. Um, let's take the news. We'll come back with plenty more on this Monday morning. Recommendation, 150 metres to go. Two legs in front of V8 Southport Tycoon. Recommendation folding up. V8 is gobbling it up. V8 in the middle, lifts and wins. V8 first from Southport Tycoon. Recommendation, Crosshaven. What a return by V8 there on Saturday in the Australian Stakes, taking on the older horses. And, geez, he was well supported. There was a few taking him on. But well done to Tony and Calvin McAvoy to get this horse to do what he did first up there, Mitchie Lewis. Um, he could be in for a big prep. Yeah, I thought he was impressive. Um, we like the setup for him 1,200 metres first up. And against the older horses, I thought he showed a little bit of fight. So uh, I can't remember. I'm just – my computer's a little bit frozen. This 1,600 metres going to suit him is my only question. Um, if he keeps showing his improvement, I think so. But I like him at this 1,200 metre trip. I don't know. what Gano, what do you reckon? I, yeah. I sort of – yeah, I'd be I'd be getting off quickly if they got out to mile. I, I think we want to see him around the twelve fourteen hundred meters would be as far as I'd want to back him there, Dino. Yeah, I think the market supports a big tick for this horse. I think it's an impressive win, but probably had the race shape. They've gone really hard to the sort of the six hundred meter mark, and you've expected the horse up on speed recommendation to sort of curl up late, which it did, and he, he come over the top. The thing I do want to take note of is moving forward is I think he's just going to come up really short wherever he goes next. Like, if you look at this race overall, who's he beaten? Crosshaven, Curran, Recommendation, Snapper. And looking at the figures compared to the last race with the, the, the win of Perel, I'm just thinking in my mind, maybe I just want to peg this race a little bit back. I know he's beaten the older horses, but are these older horses that we do class as group two runners? I'd probably say no, looking at it overall. So good win, but I um, just want to be a little bit careful with him moving forward. This is a price perspective. Yeah, it's interesting that they have got a, a dilemma to make now, the McAvoy. So I, he'll definitely go to the all stakes and then go to the futurity. So he'll take on the older horses once again at Wait for Age. And then they need to make a decision. Do they go back to the 1,200 metres of a new market or do they go up to the 1,600 metres of a guineas? I think he's a better seven furlong, six furlong, furlong horse than he is a guineas, even though he's a guineas horse, even though he's by, what, Grant. He was probably more effective over the 1,600 metres. But you have a look at the all-stakes market. Mr. Brightside trials tomorrow. He's at 3.25. Lindsay Park say that he's flying. Alligator Blood at $5. Fangirl won't be there at $9. V8 at $9. So um, he's under double figures now for the all-stakes. I don't think... Can you see him defeating a horse like Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood, Dino? 
No, I can't. I've sort of been against these three-year-olds the, the entire way, just with their times with sectionals, especially in the spring. Obviously, he's come back and later on, but I don't think this crop is elite enough to be beating the likes of Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood and Co. Um, and like I said, yeah. you just look at the form on the weekend, Gareth. Like recommendation, Crosshaven, Curran, like they're sort of not horses that we pin up as group no. one horses or group place horses. Obviously, progression to come, but at this stage, I, I wouldn't say could. Mitchy Lewis, Mickey Gannon, any opinions there? Ali? I think Mr. Brightside, um, he'll trial tomorrow, but 325 doesn't. Like, I, if, if, I think he might even start shorter on race day. Yeah, he probably will. Um, Alligator Blood goes there as well. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens there, both stables. You'd probably suggest that um, Gay and Adrian will have Alligator Blood a bit more forward than Mr. Brightside, just naturally the way that they get them going. So. Yeah. Yeah, with a big with bigger targets in sight, I wouldn't just be chiming into the three twenty five because you yep. know that there'll be a little bit left in the tank here, Mister Brightside, uh, for the All Star Mile. Mitchie, yeah, if we're talking about the ore, look, I don't hate V eight, mate. Like depending with the setup, um, second up into it fourteen hundred meters, which we think is go. Like if if they're just a little bit off and he's second up and right. Oh, it wouldn't shock me, so I'd, I'd want to see the setup. But yeah, I'm not going to discount him in that race. All right, boys, we'll take a break. This is the Monday breakdown here. We're live at Caracas. Well, I am anyway. The boys are all over the country as we speak. But this is the Monday breakdown as we break down the weekend's racing and also try and analyse a few of these future markets. And hopefully, we can find another high octane. He's got a win yet, but it was great shopping last week by our man Dean Watley. Reach the 200 metres, a length and a quarter, not an option. And Ayrton, the outside, chasing hard from Yonsei and Kabling. Ayrton gets up to Buffalo River, 150 metres to go. Kabling is running on. Ayrton just from Buffalo River. Kabling's going to have a dive. They hit it. Head bobber, head bobbing finish. Ayrton maybe from Kabling, but it's a photo finish. Very close indeed. Then came He's a beauty, isn't he, Anton? Especially at Caulfield over the seven furlongs. He does it again. Perfectly time ride there by Jamie Carr. And he's just a winner over that track and distance there, Mitchie Lewis. Good training performance too by Michael Kent Jr. and Mick Price to get this horse to um, bounce back after a torrid run there in the gold rush in Perth in the latter stages of last year. Yeah, it is a really good training performance to come back from Perth and then win sort of first up. I, I thought his form prior to Perth, like he was sixth and seventh, but he'd sort of been a little bit unlucky. But yeah, the, the key to him is just to get him into this um, track and trip. It's obviously something he's really comfortable with. So um, no, I, I think he's come back a solid horse since he's returning running Caulfield back in uh, October. So full credit, great training performance. And what about the other South Australian on Friday, Q-Man? Um, maybe they're thinking of an Oakley Plate. I can't see him in the market there with Bet365 with the Sphere at $6, the stablemate of Q-Man, Sharipper at $8, the second favourite, then King's Gambit and Bella Nipatina. Then we go out to Buddhist Notches and Cylinder. I think they're question marks whether they go there or not. Um, but, but he was impressive there, Mitchie Lewis. Were you yeah. expecting that from Q-Man? Um. Not really, not as such, I suppose. So he's he's been competitive in some of the better sprint races in, um, in South Australia, and he had an excuse last start, but I just didn't really love the pattern for him. But he proved me wrong. Um, the Oxide's absolutely flying, so you could put them both on the float and bring them over to the Oakley Plate, but I assume they'll probably separate them, and I think Sharipper's probably the slightly better one. So yeah. I'm not, not 100% sure what the target would be with Cumin, but... 
Uh, he sort of threatened to do something like that for a, a while, and yeah, I was surprised to see it happen over there in Victoria. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Send in your questions. We've got plenty of time to have a chat to the lads about what happened over the weekend. And don't forget SEN Talk. It's easy to use. All you need to do is go to our SEN app, click on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. You might have a tip for us today or a question about the weekend's racing or a question about some of the races going forward. You just push the talk button and then you record your message and we play it on the show. So get involved with the... SEN Talk there on our SEN app. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll wrap up the Monday breakdown with your questions straight after this. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We're live from New Zealand for day two of the Caracas sales. It was a successful day yesterday and it started pretty well on day two. The Maker Monday breakdown team with me and Mitchie Lewis, Dean Watling and also... Mickey Gannon, a few questions coming through. Jez wants to know about Glory Days. What's its ceiling there, Dino? After another really good performance in Sydney on Saturday for Kieran Maher and, well, no David Justus anymore, so just for Kieran Maher? Yeah, that was ultra-impressive. Interesting market. It was a drifter late, but visually it was very impressive. I think they might have a nice opinion. It was really good first up, and then they gave it about a month and a half between runs and kept it over 600 metres, so maybe... They're thinking that it is an autumn group horse. So, lovely wind, okay. follow it uh, up to 2,000 metres. It's going to be in the good feature races, I'm expecting, over the autumn period. I think Redstone Wall is probably the one to follow out of it as well, Gareth. Yeah. And Mickey Gannon, the uh, Carrington Stakes on Saturday in Sydney. Sue Tiger, too good for Tamerlane. Felix Majestic. Yeah, far too good. Really, really impressive. Uh it was good to see because the horse has promised it a lot and div- promised the world and delivered an atlas and uh, finally comes out and gets a job done. It was a really good win. I think they went pretty good time. So uh, very happy with it. In regards to glory days, I know Dino likes it. I'd actually be happy to oppose it um, moving forward. So really interesting. Um, okay. And that's that, that's why we're in the game of uh, betting. Different opinions create markets, G. But I thought that Redstone yeah. Wall was, uh, well, was, I agree with Dino there, like the one to follow out of the race. It was enormous. Horses to follow from that meeting. We'll start with you here, Dino. Even Estadio Mastella, you boys gave that a good push on Thursday. So close, but so far. Yeah, we'll kick off. Horses to follow. Tricky meeting. There wasn't a lot of uh, good horses. Switzerland's the obvious, and the one that we just touched on there, Redstone Well, I think that was a lovely sitting sprint set up for 2,000 metres the next time out. So they're probably the two for me, Gunner. Uh, yep, uh, I had Olympic Theatre. I thought Olympic Theatre is a horse to follow for sure. Looks like it's going very, very well. Redstone well for sure. Anastadio Masella. Wow, we can't wait to back that third up. And um, poor old Tags finished a few seconds. Once again, his best, I think, was either or in that final event where Tashi was too strong. So um, it can be a tough game. You can be seeing them well, but um, you need a little bit of luck to go your way, of course. Uh, Mitchie Lewis, what about in Adelaide on the weekend? H2O was impressive. Great tipping from you once again. Yeah, H2O I've got as a horse to follow. So there's a few little tidbits about why. Um, There was a drift on it in the market. That was probably track related. So don't be worried about that. H2O, if you look at figures and data, generally improves second up. So with the success of Cumin and Sharippa, if the Jollies took her over to the right race, she is a winner down the Flemington Strait already. So potentially that could be the setup that you see that, if you see her pop up in Victoria next start, I don't think she'll be a terrible bet. All right, then. Any other horses, mate, to follow? Uh, the Jollies have another one uh, out of race five called Calisex. So it was the winner of its race 
They notified yeah. the stewards it was the first time they were going to go and race with some cover, and it peeled off some of the quickest closing splits of the day. So that might have unlocked that horse. But also the horse that ran second to it, Mintu Lee, it's only had three career starts. I reckon second up, if you can just put it in your black book and follow where it goes, uh, it looks a handy enough type that has just found itself in some tough races in its first three career runs. Yeah. All right, boys. Love your work. Have a wonderful week. Looking forward to catching up with you throughout the week. An exciting time with the feature races just around the corner. Good on you, Mitchie, Mickey, and the great Dean Watley. Thanks, Thanks boys. boys. Thanks, boys. Have a good day. These two were born to run. There's no doubt about that. Um, who join me here live at Karaka. And Karaka, of course, doing a wonderful job. New Zealand bloodstock at these sales. And um, they had another really big day yesterday with numbers through the roof. And one man that helped that is the number one bloodstock man in the game. Well, in our eyes anyway, Guy Moldcaster. G'day, Captain. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well. And you're joined by your great mate, the man that joins us each and every Monday, Butch Castles. G'day, Butch. Gareth, lovely to be here. And what a special treat to be uh, on the same time as the captain. The captain. I tell you what, geez, you're famous in this part of the world. I <laughs> yeah, never knew how big you were. Yeah, famous people here, though. <laughs> well, it's captain. only Hobbitville at Matter Matter. <laughs> I was walking the grounds with James McDonald yesterday, and you're bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Well, well James from Vaucluse, you know. Yeah. Like he had two, three rides for two winners the other night. Yeah, and I could have rode them, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, they so were oh, over that, the line. Yeah, over the line. Yeah. Like, um, they tell me this orchestral that he rode in that um, three-year-old classics heading to the Derby, not going to the Guineas. Well, there you go. She was super impressive, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah she was. But, you know, like, really, they need to go. Here he yeah. goes. Here he goes. Whether you support the Wallabies or the All Blacks, Captain? Uh, neither. <laughs> no, no. Neither? I'm actually on the American you... football at the moment. Oh, yeah? Kansas City are going pretty good. Kelsey's going good. Did you get the tennis a... winner last night? Yes. Yeah, got Did the tennis you? You winner, yeah. You were a bit behind for a while. I was a long way behind, but I had plus five <laughs> as well. So I got, got a couple of little prizes here last oh, night, good, Andrew. Good. Rescued it this morning. Did you? Yeah, rescued you never it. do that. I've rescued it three days in a row, Andrew. <laughs> do you reckon you should just like, uh, um, you love your sports betting, don't you, Captain? Yeah, I like any sort of betting, really. <laughs> That's a very good point you make. I wish you, used to, when we were flatting together, him yeah. and Lee, did you they, used to live together? Yeah, the Butch. three of us: Heartbreak Hotel, Lee Hennis, Lee Hennis yeah. Guy Mulcaster, and Butch Castle. Yeah, Heartbreak Hotel. They oh. used to play ten pin bowling for the rent. Did it was they? Captain's house, of course. So who won? <laughs> oh, it was sort of, but, but it was. It was I was at work. I was oh, at work. Okay. It was a journey, though, Gareth. <laughs> yes. You know, like we'd go all the way to the viaduct every Thursday. And pay the rent. <laughs> so, so what? Um, so, Leith is your apprentice. Did you hear the little bit of controversial in the in the um, group? Because Leith is starting to like get under the guard of the captain, like, going out on his own from time to time, going Ooh. to Chris Waller without getting the permission from the captain yet. So, He'll need to be brought back to heel. I would have thought captain had, the captain had to put his foot down. Yeah, there was an instance yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looked like I was going to get kicked. Oh, yes. And the great Michael Guerin said, well, what happens if you die, Captain? And I said, Leith will be straight in my shoes <laughs> up. He said, oh, oh, he won't even come to the yeah. funeral. No, no, he'll be too busy. Yeah. But um, he'll want your phone, though, with yes. all those yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But you've had a good sale, Captain. You spent up big in the Gold Coast and you spent up big here. Yeah, it's been good so yeah. far, Gareth, hasn't it? Have you been happy with your pur- Obviously, you have been happy with your purchases. Well, I can't give them back. No, you can't. <laughs> no. I, I met your, your, your big owner there the other day, or yesterday. Did you? Nev. Yeah. Great um, man, isn't Nev he? Nev Morgan, one of the great individuals of all time, and he's had success 
at this sale. Those famous white and blue colours have won yeah. plenty of good races. Kovalika comes to mind. Yeah, and Kermadec. Yeah, Kukaracha. Yeah, yeah, photos on the and wall. Kabush. Kabush. Kabush as well. Yeah. Photos on the wall, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's what it's all about, Andrew. But they actually used to be white and green colours. Were they? And he knew they'd been no good, so he changed them to blue. Oh, perfect. And do you know what I loved about having a chat to Nevi? He goes, oh, well, I wasn't meant to buy this horse, but Captain took me into it, and then... The budget's usually about two or three hundred because Captain knows I don't like to buy horses worth a million dollars. Next one he purchased for was half a million. Yeah, and the one after was four twenty five. Yes. So he spent nine twenty five. He could have been done with it and bought yeah. the million dollar horse, you know. But but he stepped in and bought a cheap one today by Ocean Park. Yes. And Kovalika's already sent him a text to say he's looking forward to seeing his little cousin brother over at oh, the okay. stables. Oh, actually, would he like to buy another Ocean Park? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one a bit later on. He doesn't buy girl ones. Either. So you don't usually do that. What? Do you buy siblings of your the champs that you no, purchase? No, well, it's only the fa- father. Same father. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Maybe distant cousin. There. Yeah, you know, it's like the halls in the west, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good point you make. So, um, will you be active today, Captain? Yeah, we've had uh, we've had been up to bat twice, and we've had two victories. Yeah, got a bloody beautiful horse from Waikato Stud by oh, okay. Savabil, one hundred and fifty thousand absolute and share available. That's fifth shares available. Oh, for yeah. guy, how do we go go Molecaster Bloodstock? Well, why don't they just get hold of Jackson and he can send them in and oh. <laughs> save on yeah. the questions? Poor old Jackson, he's got everyone. He's, he's people are working for him. Um, he's got everyone. Um, but Jacko's, he, he'll charge you freight these days because the blue points aren't going. I don't think they've going, even got his email no, address right, have they? No, France with a Z or yeah, something, you know? F-R-A-N-T-Z. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Captain, today and tomorrow, will you be active or is it just at the end of book one you, sh- you, you shut up shop? No, I've been I've been trudging around this morning trying to find another little cheapie in book okay. two. Yeah. Yep. And Butch, Maybe a Saxon warrior. Yeah. You never oh, know. Oh, okay. You know, could cool. be one there. Now, Butch, you got one of them, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we got one at the ready-to-run sale. Hey, um, what about the – have we – now, Butch has got a slot for the new race, the Kiwi, because the yeah. race clubs get first option, don't they? Yep. We took the opportunity to uh, – Waikato Thoroughbred Racing have taken a slot, absolutely. Captain, can he be well, part can, of the deal? Or? We can, we, I'm sure as we get closer to the time, the captain, if he's got the right horse, will be looking for uh, – mind you, he'll probably buy one himself. I no, that's thought. what we're trying to work Mold out now. Bloodstock. Yeah. So how much do you reckon we'll need? Uh, well, you'll need what's the list price going to be four fifty? You'll need to touch more than that. I yeah. would have thought. Plenty it's a of supply it. and demand thing, isn't it? Yeah, plenty of egos around here as well. They don't want to miss out. Well, we'll, ha- we'll have our apprentice live and exclusive at the auction, so that'll be interesting, won't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> that's Lee Dennis. Um, so that'll be. I, I, it's got everyone buzzing at the moment. This new New Zealand race. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, We've actually got a couple of horses targeted for so, next year. Already. Yeah. So have you actually, do you reckon it affects the market here, this race that people are buying at these sales because that race at the front of the mine that they can race for big prize money in a couple of years' time? Well, I don't think it's just that race. I think it's just the, all of the announcements and all of the yeah. good news that's been that's been happening. Let's not forget those same horses will be able to run for a million and a half, sort of, what, six weeks earlier on Karaka Million Night yep. as a, in the three-year-old race and then, and then the NZB race. So, look, I, I, the NZB Kiwi, I, I just think, yes, that's a massive boost, but equally, there's just so much good news. Jeez, there's some good racing on Saturday, Captain. Yeah. Six races. What about Switzerland? Yes. Yeah, that was okay. the best of the whole hey, lot, wasn't it? Hey, Millie. That really better, made our day, didn't it? Yeah, you did. Can you just give us an update on Switzerland? Because you're the you're the man behind this horse in a way, along with Coolmore. Um, 
Geez, he was impressive. Yeah, he was a beautiful yearling, and, and, you know, we've sort of sat on him for a month or six weeks. You know, we actually knew, and I didn't really let it out of the bag until last Tuesday on your show, that he yeah. was a weapon. Yes, your you show. Know, yeah, Brent, our show. Brent yeah. Bloodstock yeah. and banter with the captain. You know, like $2.80 was basically free money, wasn't it? Yeah, he's $9 for the gold I slipper. didn't get the phone call. That Did was very you? kind of him, Well, you it? can listen, yeah. Butch. We appreciate yeah. that support. Yeah, no, 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 but he can text. Yeah, so yeah, so $9, bet 365 for the golden slipper. He's $3 for the millennium. Are you scared of Storm Boys, the $3 favourite? Captain's Not never really. been scared Not of really. The justified cult. Yeah, good horse. Yeah, it'd be good lead pony for us anyway. It could, it could be, it could be in the Coolmore colours as well. They might have two runners in the slipper. Wonder what Mister McDonald. He'll have first choice, doesn't he? Um, not my department. Okay. Well, you you do run the show, and every every you do have a finger in a lot of departments. But Captain, did you see Warm Heart in America and the Pegasus yes, the other day? Yeah, very and successful. we bought the half brother at the Magic Millions. Did you? Yeah, oh, bargain. Yeah, Bargain oh, it was. Can you resell it? Oh, there were people trying to buy yes. into it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Orchestra was impressive in the crack of three year old. They tell me it goes to a derby, then it can drop back to the vinery. And Velocious, James from Von Cluse was very excited about Velocious. James from Von Cluse was excited about them both, wasn't he? And, and why wouldn't he be? I thought he'd give Velocious the absolute gun steer. Um, look, she'd been the best horse, in my opinion, the best two year old. Uh, on on the night, uh, anyone that asked was told that she was the, the very best two-year-old and had the best rider, so uh, it, it all added up. And I thought Orchestra was phenomenal, the way that she let go that last little bit yeah. when he gave her one behind the saddle. She was she was super and doesn't look like uh, that distance is going to stop her, so no reason who, she wouldn't go to a derby. Who was the second horse behind Felocious? It was the... Uh, um, Demance Groves. Yeah, this mm. was, well, that, that was the talk of the racetrack. You know, we had that... Nearly, um, the Queen Bean situation with Team Hawks there last week. It didn't go quite to plan, but this this horse was owned by Tiako Racing. They scratched one of their other runners. One that I had a share of. Yes. Mm. And then this first emergency started, and it was the big tip around track. Mm. Everyone wanted to tell me to get on this horse, and nearly won it for his second. Yeah, yeah. finished second. Yeah, yeah. Is your horse okay? He's fine. Yeah, he's just got a, he's got a shoulder yes. issue. Uh, he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be racing next week. No, I wouldn't think next week. No. Are you a little concerned about the Tiako Racing team at the moment? They was as flat as Captain was on Sunday morning. I, I don't think uh, that they'll take too long to bounce back. As yes. you say, Demance Rose runs second. Velocious was the best two-year-old. So yeah, I know. She deserved to be winning. But um, they never look like at Tiako Racing, which is unlike them. Yeah, look, I, I think you'll find that uh, they'll bounce back pretty quickly. There's no need to laugh, Captain. Yes. I didn't say a word. <laughs> now, um, Velocious, he, I don't think, does Velocious come to Australia? She, she um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, with the look, they, they've not been frightened before. They did it with Rude Awakening. They took her on yes. tour. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she stayed here and uh, looked to annex a Group 1, which would be pretty uh, pretty much on her dance card, I would have thought. Now, I thought the track was... was I thought the track played well. It, was, it looked like it was a beautiful service. A little bit hard, they tell me, at times. It was hard to make up some ground. Hard to make up some ground, but there's a story in the paper today. Clearly, that you know it's a new track. Correct. There's teething issues, rain on the day. It's the curse of racing wherever you yeah. are, rain on the day, because the horses churn it up. So, so they'll learn from that. I'm sure they've got Strathair involved to uh, mitigate any of those uh, issues. But, um, uh, look, they've got a very, very good track manager there, Jason Fulford. Yes. I've, I've been there and worked with him uh, for a number of years. He, he knows what he's doing, so he'll learn, and, and it'll, um, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Now, um Legato, mm. do, you, do you know what happened there, Captain? 
Butch would know. So on Wednesday, the tab in New Zealand mm. paid out $3 million to all the punters that took Legato in future markets. She gets beat as a dollar twenty favourite there. Would you blame the jockey Ryan Elliott for getting too far back and let, letting Desert Lightning get too far in front? Or was she simply not good enough? I'm not sure I'd want to be sitting in the uh, performance review with the bloke that suggested they paid out the money. Would you, you wouldn't yeah, want to well, be him, would you? I think it's a well, I don't know. It it's might be it's marketing gimmick, genius it? in a way. Gimmick, maybe. Gimmick. Yeah. Um, look, the way that horse Desert Lightning got the front, the way the track was riding, uh, he was back from a mile. Very good training effort from Peter and Dawn Williams. I think that, uh, you know, she just found it too hard to pick him up. Mm. She'll bounce back. Mm, Captain, what do you think? Legato. My TOB account with any money. Didn't they? Did no. you have her in the futures market? No, but you know, I thought if they're dishing out three mil, they could yeah. spread it Something. around a little bit. I think Andrew, you it, know, it would have been fairer, wouldn't it? Well, it would have been good for you. It, yeah. Is Crescetti the horse that we need to be? Would you, if you took, could take one horse home from Saturday, which one would it be? Orchestral. Orchestral. Captain. Orchestral. Okay. We couldn't both be wrong. No. Hey, boys, it's a lot of fun. Are you going to buy a horse for Butch? Maybe you can have a syndicate for his, his, his race club, number one administrator in the game. Well, that's always a possibility. We'll just have to ne- negotiate the commission. Yeah, and, I, know, uh, just, I was work, worried about the fees. That, work, that might stop me. <laughs> work it out. You know, we don't want to be doing these things for nothing, Gareth. No. I we, tell you, you know? what, Captain, walking the grounds here, there's a lot of people that enjoy your podcast. You'll become... Yeah, but if you put it on, a, on part of your thing on your computer where you can find it easier would be much better. No, we've just gone up number two in the um, Why don't you put it the on other Spotify day. We're now number you'll have thousands of people Clearly number one racing podcast. Yeah, but we haven't got much competition. No, no, that's we? a very yeah, good point you know, really. <laughs> Good point. Um, oh, there's a little bit around. Yeah. There's a little bit, but you're clearly the biggest, I should say, breeding um, podcast in the game. Yeah, we might have a bit of information for our show this week. Oh, okay, some exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, um, Butch, any winners coming up for us? Black Bookers? Uh, look, I thought Legato would bounce back next yeah. time she was seen. I thought, um, look, we were racing on Wednesday at Tarapa, actually. Uh, Legacy Lodge, Waikato Guineas. Yes. Um, Zab Manzor would be the one to beat there. The run was really good at Trentham, and I think 2,000 metres, he'd love it. So. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll continue the run for uh, Savabil, of which Captain Stoll won this morning. Yes. So shares available in that Savabil. Definitely right. shares Who's training? Whoever uh, we want. See Waller. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And that's the other. No one can get into the Waller camp. Yeah, apart anybody from you. can get in. There's oh. no problems at all. I just vet them. Okay. <laughs> or Sophie, the, the, her, his racing manager, vets them. Because she yeah, would definitely she not doesn't let me like in. you. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> But I've got you a couple of interviews with them, yeah, haven't I? Yes, yeah. yes, thanks for that. Yeah. Hey, Butch, you have a wonderful day. Good on you, Gary. Are you going to buy any more? Uh, no, look, I'm sure that the guys that were in some horses with us, they'll take a little cheer and something. But uh, Jeez, David more, Ellis is spending I'm, up. You I'm must be giving intri- him a checkbook. I'm more interested in selling one today, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Which one? Can't say. All right, then. I thought you <laughs> want to promote it. Um, thanks for that, boys. Cheers, I can't believe you lived together, you two. Yeah. Long time. Oh, yeah. Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. Heartbreak. <laughs> that, that would have been great fun. Thanks yeah. for that, Captain. See hey, ya. We'll do the podcast tomorrow, I think. While, Good man. Yeah, be See a you, bit Gareth. Okay, See you, Gareth. Got to go. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you. There's the Captain and Butch Castles, Guy Moldcaster and Butch Castles, live at Caraca. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then Andrew Seabrook. Yep, Andrew Seabrook will be with us in about straight after this break, in fact. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Giddy Up Live at Karaka for Karaka 2024, your source of the racetrack champions. And uh, Andrew Seabrook joins us now, the CEO 
of New Zealand Bloodstock. Andrew, welcome back. Good to be here, Gareth. Thank you. I Great to you, see you over. I tell you what, it's been... We were here. I arrived, um, well, early Saturday morning, went to the races. And then, of course, we had the first day of the sales yesterday. In my time coming to New Zealand, I haven't seen anything like this before. Everyone is up and about. The vibe is something else. And what... Um, has happened in New Zealand racing over the last 18 months has been quite extraordinary, the, the change in attitude of everybody involved with New Zealand racing. Yeah, well, Gareth, I've never seen anything like it, and I've been coming here for 31 years. Yes. It's uh, quite amazing. You know, Saturday night at the race is obviously a sellout, 12,000 people. Could have gone 15 to 20,000, I would suggest, but great night. And then, geez, yesterday, what, a, what an atmosphere. Huge amount of Australians here. Like, there's some Australians yeah. we haven't seen for years, Gareth. You know, it's it's amazing. Um, and as you say, like the vibe and what have you uh, within the New Zealand industry at the moment is an all-time high. We had Guy Mulcaster on before. We interviewed Will Bourne, and uh, I've had a chat to a few of the, the Australian trainers as well. That even that slot race, the, the Kiwi, they're, they're looking for a 1,500-metre three-year-old race in a few years' time. I know, I know. That's, and you know what I love? that The fact that those slots are going to be auctioned because it's just creating this, uh, so much hype. Yeah. Um, the reserve's going to be 450000 but well, I can tell you yes. right now they're going, to, they're going to fly over that. It's going to be uh, uh, one hell of a, a hotly contested uh, auction for sure. And we love the egos in racing, and there's nothing better than having healthy competition, of course. Mm. There'll be a few of the major players that would want a slot. And then what I've seen a little bit as well, and we've been approached by a couple, and they're organising some teams. So mm. they're thinking, well, we probably haven't got the, the bank to get our own slot, but we might go with you, and you want to come with us. Yeah, exactly. And do you go early or do you go late? Yeah, you know, everyone's asking me, yeah. what, what do I do? I reckon you go early. I, I can only see them um, climbing in value. Um, and there's only nine lots on offer, so, you know, who knows? But I've been surprised about not, not only the Kiwis that have put their hand up that saying that they want a slot, but Australians even had a call from Singapore. I mean, they're not even racing. Well, Singapore's finishing in October, so um, interest is huge. Um, can't wait for that. I reckon there'd be more Australians Australian representation in that Kiwi race. I reckon Mara Nuisance will buy a slot, Walla will buy a slot, um, Coolmore will be involved, mm. Henry Field can't miss out. So I, I reckon I reckon you'll have um, the majority, not the majority, but I think it'll be a healthy section of that race will be Australian. I think there's already 40 expressions of interest have been emailed oh, okay. informally, so there you go. We were trying with Giddy Up because we've got the Giddy Up Warrior, the Saxon Warrior that we got for the Ready to Run sale that we're trying to lock in. I just said to Butch Castles, can we do a deal right now? Because with his race club, of course, the four race clubs. Yep. So they've got first choice or well, they're in the race, haven't they? Yeah, they've been given a slot, a yep. slot at 450000 um, and then they'll they'll auction the rest. But, geez, I hope the Saxon Warrior is good because every time I'm on here, you mention him, well, uh, Gareth. Geez, I hope he's good so for you. So do I. <laughs> so do I. Hey, what about the story with Hallmark star yeah. Mark Baker and yep. the Bakers? And I was walking the, the grounds there yesterday, and every time I had a chat to people, they say, geez, we were so happy for them because they're good racing people. And there was tears flowing after yeah. their filly, the Fulda Prowess, went for $1.6 million, to, which was a, a New Zealand record for uh, the selling of a filly to Peter Moody and Kath Coleman. But they were just hoping to get around six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000, and it just kept going up and up. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Beautiful filly. Um, so thrilled for the Bakers. I've been in the game for sort of 50 years, and Denny's in his 80s now, Mark's father, and, yeah, he was 
I went and had a drink with him at the end of the day. That was um, it was pretty special. And uh, yeah, good luck to Peter Moody. And um, you know, she set the sail. Uh, she set the scene for some of those those what those fillies are going to make. And it's life changing for that. Oh, absolutely life changing. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's not as though they need the money, but no. it, I tell you what, it's, it's it, a good holiday. They need it more than plenty plenty of other yeah. the big studs here. So yeah, fantastic. And what about outside of that top lot? It was. The, the good horses got good money. Yeah, well, it was a day for the fillies, really, Gareth. Yeah. You know, 900000 for the Satano Aladdin filly. Yeah. Um, amazing. I just, geez, I wish, just wish we'd had more more really top fillies like that in the sale, and they'd be selling like hotcakes, I promise you. It's been the case throughout the last couple of years, especially. Like, there's been the cult market, but that's sort of like cult lottery in a way, where some of the, the bigger syndicates that get, to, get together looking for their storm boys in a way of yeah. recent times to try and find a $50 million colt. But with the Phillies, they know the residual value is always going to be there. So all of a sudden you've got the top lot at Magic Millions being a Philly, your yeah. top lot right now. Yeah, and, and it's not, we're not going to beat 1.6. No. There won't be a colt beat that. So she'll be the top horse of the sale, um, which will be first ever at Cracker. So uh, uh, really encouraging for the future, actually. What about today? Uh, you started off nicely. Um, I'm not sure that if there's going to be a seven-figure uh, horse today, but um, just uh, it's been really solid. There's a lot of Australians that haven't been able to buy yet, Gareth. You know, yeah. so you would have gone That's through the list. Fair. So um, <laughs> hey, you've still got another five days, yeah. but um, yeah. The last one, just before we let you go, because I know you're busy. I think what's helped the market as well has been the rise of Tiago Racing. Haven't like David Ellis? All of a sudden, like four or five years ago, he was he was New Zealand's biggest owner or syndicator but they really hadn't made a splash in the Australian market just yet they were just finding their yeah. way now they've got Imperi trees they've got a they've got a base at Cranbourne um, they're teaming up with all of the major farms and he's the man that's just been the star he's got that famous yeah. wink yeah to, to yeah, say yeah. yes yeah well and, he's been the leading buyer here for the last 18 years at the Gold Coast, he spent about nine million. He came up to me on the morning of sale. He said, "Andrew, don't freak out when you see, when you see me buying so many of the Magic Millions because I'll be just as strong at Cracker." But just goes to show he's got this Australian base of owners now, and, yep. and Imperatories would have been a massive help for that. All right, mate. Good luck. We'll we'll catch up with you tomorrow, but um, hopefully it's another big day. And uh, you're, I just the show that you put on and the experience. It's not just for. Um, um, well, for racing fans, it's become more of an event now, and especially with the Karaka and the success there of the race day. Um, and you can add a Group One. I think it's the Railway next year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now having a Group One on that night, it can uh, we're now eligible to, uh, to hopefully be in the World Pool, you know, which will help yep. help things internationally. But just before I go, I'm not sure if you heard about the turnover on Saturday night, the Cracker Millions no. meeting, 9.7 million turnover. It's two million higher than the. Uh, the next biggest day ever recorded in turnover in New Zealand, and that was for 12 races. So 9.7 million bet, betting turnover on just the six races. Two million here to the next best. I saw Dean Shannon a few times, and yeah. um, he's he's purchasing a few horses here as well with the the Ladbrokes team. And what he's been able to do in a short amount of time, yeah. you wonder what the others were doing. Amazing man, Dean Shannon, uh, Lockie Fit, Cam Roger, what yeah. they've done in, the, in six or eight months has been amazing. I mean, we've known Dean for a few years because he's been buying paces off yes. us. Uh, but his entry into the into the betting scene here and, and here involved, this is the first time he's been to the thoroughbred sales here. Uh, he's walking around, they've bought a few already. Um, absolutely brilliant uh, what they've done. In it's tone. just amazing what momentum and a change like. Mm. People sometimes in racing... We get down on ourselves, but if you can get some people with some enthusiasm and are willing to spend a little bit of money to make money, you can do what he's 
what New Zealand racing's been able to do, pick mm. themselves off the canvas in a way. Exactly, and everyone's working together now. You know, yeah. NZTO, Intain, NZB, TAB, Bios, it's just all, it's all going forward and we haven't felt like this for, you know, haven't seen this for decades. And you can take a lot of credit for the work that you've done, mate. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having us and um, good luck today. Let's hope the Aussies can put their hand up. Um, yeah, beautiful. All Thanks right, for mate. being here, Gareth. Thank you. There's Andrew Seabrook, the CEO of New Zealand Bloodstock. We'll take the news and come back with plenty more here on this Monday. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. We're walking the grounds of Karaka and Will Bourne, the sexiest man in racing, joins us. He's watching um, the Chiefs. They're not, they're not winning, are they, against yeah, they Baltimore? Are. They are. NFL, you, did you play the same game multi? Or? No, no, I haven't had a bet. Just... Chiefs hopefully get in next week, and I'm going over. So. You going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. With I'm hoping. you going with um, Sheikh Farhad? Uh, he'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Have you purchased any horses for him? For him here? Yeah. Uh, I tried on that filly yesterday, um, but yeah, it was well out of our budget. What about um, Kiramar Racing? Have they struck much here? We brought four yesterday. It's yeah. strong enough market, but in that middle, it is patchy. Um, those those top fillies are making a lot of money, but. I don't know. Have you, have you brought any shares? No, not yet. Not yet. Peter Moody spent no nah, a couple. Um, no luck, but you were meant to. You're the bloodstock agent, so you're meant to be doing all of the work, and then um, you're meant to provide your expert analysis to us, and then we make a decision. You haven't asked. No, that's a good point. Um, David Eustace has been walking the grounds. I don't know what he's doing. He's not buying a yearly. I he's, saw him, he's in, just, the, he's I saw got him sw- in the back tent with Bruce Wilson just seeking coronas. I think he's really enjoying. Yes. Um, having a little bit of time off before it gets very serious for him, but very uh, nostalgic. It was good to have uh, be with him in his last run here yeah. that Saturday. Um, sort of sinking in now that he's leaving, but he's a great guy, and yeah, it's, obviously it would be good to still see him at the, uh, at the, at the sales and, and at the races. Now, um, so does David, does, does Kieran allow you to work for him a little bit in Hong Kong? I don't know. We haven't actually worked that out yet, but... Uh, David has put the feels out, so we'll try, oh, find, we'll try and find him a few uh, good tried horses to send up there and uh, kick off uh, on the right foot. You buying anything today? There's four on our list. We've got. Is that too loud for you? Yeah, we'll just pause the game at the we'll moment. Pausing the game. This is okay. important stuff on Giddy Up. Then you can go back to the NFL. Um, really like a pass here, Philly Chestnut, uh, Rich Hill. Might make too much, but I want to be there to a, to a level. Uh, I think they're they're well and truly finding him this year. Uh, there's also an ocean park down the back there in Waikato over the Savabil filly that, uh, that we like. So um, just going to be poking around and not going crazy, but trying to get one or two more. Johnny O'Neill will be on a little later on. Any messages to him as he sped up? Johnny O'Neill brought a pricey colt yesterday. Oh, he? he struck early, so he's happy. He's happy with his purchase, and um, he'll probably want to be in a few more, but we'll just try and you know yep. put the brakes on and just one step at a time. Ease up, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Any O'Neills for us today? Oh no! What's yeah, that? You know, it's a famous segment where you know the, there was a um, something happened over the weekend that something happened. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. Thanks for listening to Giddy Up. Appreciate that, Will. <laughs> Johnny O'Neill will be devastated. You don't even know what that is. Um, oh no! I don't know. The David's leaving. Does that count or not? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, the yeah, track w- on Allesley on the weekend. Well, too hard to make up ground. Yeah, I think the track was just too hard. Okay. Uh, um, but in all fairness. Uh, Brand new track, hard to get right. Um, it's, you can't be critical. Geez, uh, you're harsh. That's why I, I was thinking that out loud to myself as yeah. I said it. Um, 
I actually put a great day on. It was very enjoyable. It's amazing what they've done with the racing here, and I'm complaining about the smallest things known to man. Dig that hole. Hey, yeah, Will, yeah. always great to catch up with you. We wish you the best of luck with your... Um, You've actually interrupted the game. With Kansas City, and um, yeah, hopefully you see Taylor when you go to the Super Bowl next week. No, Kate Austin, our assistant, heavily involved. If Chiefs make it, she's got a Tokyo tour, she's already told me, so... Oh. Tay-Tay, can't come. Yeah, I think she will be changing those tour dates. Too, yeah. yeah, good on you, Will. It's devastating for your tickets. <laughs> we'll be back with plenty more on Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. We're live from Caraca for day two of the sales. The Giddy Up bag of tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com and time to find you a few winners to kick off your punting week with Bag of Tips, thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee, just down the road from Swan Hill. So swing by for a cold beer. Shane Bennett told me that they had so much success on the weekend. Some yabby races. So there you go. Hopefully everybody enjoyed themselves. Um, let's see if we can find you a few winners today. Mickey Gannon sent through his best bets at Armadale and Tunkari. His special comes up in race three, horse two, Shigaru. Race three, number two, Shigaru. And Armadale, race three, number five, more for us. So race three, number two, race three, number five at Armadale. Tunkari's race three, number two. And um, we've got some harness racing at Melton today. And Darren Carroll joins us. G'day, Daz. Morning, Gareth. Um, yeah, a rare Monday afternoon meeting. Yeah. Um, take away with your best bets. Yep, race two, number six, uh, Elderbarren Boyd's my first one. Uh, smaller field will suit. Um, had to do a bit more work than what I would have liked to have, to have done the last two starts. And looked to win at the 200, but then just found wanting in the last little bit. I just think it's a suitable race today. So that's the first one. Another one I like is race seven, number four, Island Caesar. It's over the 1,200 metres. This horse got really good gate speed. Um, the race to the first corner will be important because uh, Tired Wonder's got gate speed as well. But Sean inside it, um, this horse is tough as well as speedy. So I think um, the 1,200 metres will suit it. Um, if it leads, it'll be very, very hard to beat. So yeah, the two race two, number six, into race seven, number four. And well done with your tipping once again. You were right on the mark. Guess what? No surprises. I was wrong. Um, well done with the three-year-old who Wasn't was successful, Sergeant Lou. Yeah. Um, and Just Believe was exciting. Unfortunately, in Saifu, won the Ladyship Cup, she's broken down. Um, let's yeah, hope we the races you know, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unbelievable. Um, she looked a, and, you know, she looked beaten on the corner, and that was just a will to win. But unfortunately, you know, our best horses have sometimes, and that makes them uh, hurt themselves. So, uh, very unfortunate. But um, the news that I've read so far is positive from as far as um, the Broodmere point of view is concerned. Yeah, and Better Eclipse was too good for st- Don't Stop Dreaming. So uh, both those horses will go towards a Hunter Cup with Leap to Fame is arrived, will be arriving tomorrow. So we'll analyse Saturday and preview Saturday night tomorrow, mate. So looking forward to that. Thanks for your time, Daz. Cheers, Gareth. Bye. There's Darren Carroll, and that is Bag of Tips. Thanks to the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee, just down the road from Swan Hills. Swing by for a cold beer. And, of course, also Oz Equipment Rentals. Um, uh, let's take a quick break. Mark Baker to join us straight after this, after the Bakers had a day to remember after their filly, the full sister to Prowess, sold for $1.6 million. Here we Gareth Hall here live at Caraca for Caraca 2024, your source of racetrack champions, NZB's Caraca yelling sales on right now at Caraca Sales to keep updated all you need to do is head to nzb.co 
Nz. The story of opening uh, day one yesterday was the sale of the full system to Prowess. To Peter Moody and Kath Coleman for $1.6 million, the Baker family sold that filly. And Mark Baker joins us now on Giddy Up on this Monday morning. Well done, Mark. Congratulations. Has it sunk in just yet? No, Gareth, it hasn't. No. And, um, yeah, it might be a moment when I'm alone somewhere and it sinks in, but... Uh, it was incredible beyond all expectations. We thought she was always around the eight, nine hundred, and then um, dreamt a couple of times, maybe seven figures during the wilt, and you quickly give yourself an uppercut. Nothing worse than yeah. going the early crow. So when she went through the seven figures and it went on to one point six, it was just a bit of a blur, really. Yeah. And what was happening there? So when it when she kept going up and up, um, can you describe that feeling? Um, just disbelief. Yeah. You know, we. She was a beautiful filly. She was a queen, as Steve kept saying, in the ring. But, um, you know, you just, uh, it, honest, honest disbelief, it was quite surreal. Yeah. And Peter Moody, he's a good judge, and he, he defeated some some big buyers, including like a Seamus Mills, who I had dinner with last night. He was the underbidder, and he, he usually buys million-dollar fillies, and he's a filly buyer. Um, and he loved her as well. So once you probably saw a few of those big guns going at it, um, yeah, he's... It's just like, um, it would have been, I would have, as you just pointed out, an amazing feeling. Uh, amazing feeling. And and to do it for your farm and your family and all that, who have been in this game for a long time, um, yeah, all that hard work is worth it. Yeah, it's right. Going back to the bidders, like, we knew during the week, Coolmore were going to be there, hopefully Cambridge Stud, and then Guy and Chris... Captain never shows his cards much. No, he was bidding, there. wasn't he? Yeah, no, he was there to the death. Yeah. Um, he ran probably third, got the bronze, and yeah. uh, mine, Seamus and Peter. But when you got Coolmore there playing as well, and Cambridge, and several others around that 800 to a million, Tiago as well, they were yeah. there to the million. We had all the big guns there, but we could see that off the vets and parades that it was building that way. Yeah. But uh, never envisaged the 1.6. But going back to the farm, um, yeah, look for. Mum and Dad started the business in the 60s, and Vicky and I and Denny still on the farm there, gone on with it, and then a mare that we only paid 20 grand for, and then to Pras there we bought a share in him, for only 22 grand back then, prowess out of that, and then this as well, so uh, look, great for the staff as well, great for the farm, staff especially, because they work with these mares from conception all the way through to foaling, wean them, raise them. And then we just got all hope. God give us speed and she can run for Peter yeah. and the new owner. It's more than, as you pointed out, the, the the two minutes that she's in the ring is the work that you, you, your team put in behind the scenes. But as you said, like, the people that work for you, and it's a family-run business, but they spend a lot of time. It doesn't have to be the, the, the prowess sister. But... Um, it's hard for them, really, in a, in a week like this because they do have to say goodbye. They to, do. Yeah. Well, the kids are left home. Yeah. That's it. And um, we just wish them the best. And Is God, it difficult? God, God, God give them speed. Yeah. And what was it like saying goodbye to her last night? Yeah, give her a rubber pat. Give yeah. Her, thank her and um, wish her all the best and uh, hopefully she can run. Why did you pick the mayor? Donna Marie? Yeah. Uh, we can't afford to buy the group winners yep. and, and the, the stakes mares that are good types. You know what they're worth now, Gareth. They're off the charts. Yeah. So we just have to focus on the daughters. Yep. And the Don Eduardo was, like, he, he was on a derby. We know that. But uh, he had beautiful blood. Yep. Sabeel Diamond Lover. A lot of time for Don Eduardo. She's a great type of self. She's yeah. got a massive action. She's passed it on to these two daughters. 
prowess in uh, yesterday's filly. She had a massive action, size, scope. She's a really quality mare and a daughter of a top mare and scarlet runner. Yeah, and so it's all well and good having a full sister to a superstar like Prowess, but they still have to look the part. So when did you realise and you thought, oh, okay, we've got something pretty special here because um, not only is she the full of Prowess, but she also looks like her in a way, or does she look like Prowess? Well, I'm not just stay, saying it after yesterday, yeah. but we always maintained... Prowess was a standout. This yep. filly was just a queen from the day she was born. Yeah, she knew. And it's not a stud master's rap. She no. really, really was. Yeah. And um, I can show you photos of her a week of age. She was just exceptional. Yeah. And nothing changed. And she just went the right way. Is Donna Marie in foal again? She Back, dropped another f uh, yearling? She's got a... We, we, we got lucky. We won lotto. She has a full sister again at foot. Yep. And she's back in foal to pass here again. Okay. So, there you um, go. That's unusual, isn't it, to have a, a filly or a mare go to pra, um, uh, to, to Pras here on four consecutive occasions, and you could have four consecutive fulls sold at the sale. Oh, and tell you something funnier, three full sisters in three different colours. Yeah. So Prowse is a bay, yesterday's filly was a liver chestnut, and the filly at foot's a dark brown. And what about the filly at foot? And she's a dark brown. Yeah, does she, but does she, I know it's a long way to go, but... Oh, she's... Oh, she's honestly similar mould to yep. yesterday's filly. Yeah. was a little bit longer, a little bit more leg. Looked like she'd always be that 2,000 metre type. I yep. think yesterday's filly, I might be wrong, a little bit sharper. Yeah. And Prowess, she'll be sold or she sold after her career's come to an end, unfortunately? Um, no, not sold yet. No. Her feet have made, Roger will tell you, yeah. an incredible recovery. Oh, have they? Yep. And it's assured her. Obviously, as a broodmare, yep. and, um, but she's in great shape. Yep. And she's her feet are fantastic. That she's uh, bounced back from that little setback in a huge way. Well, congratulations, mate. You got anything that we can keep a close eye on today? Uh, um, we got a lovely pair in Canto Colt. Yep. Coming in for uh, Duncan Fell, Fairdale that bred him a half to Brando, a Group One winner. You know, he's a lovely horse. He'd be the pick of the day. And yep. A, yeah. Well, mate, congratulations. It was. Great to see what you're able to achieve yesterday. And Peter Moody and Kath Coleman, sensational trainers. And Pete Moody, I know he went down to the tent and had a beer and a smoke with you guys. And uh, <laughs> he said he hasn't got the money yet, but he'll get the money, he said. But, um, yeah, he must have loved it to spend that, that much. Oh, look, and that, that's the other thing, yeah. to go into such Good a great camp. trainer's hands. Yeah. You know, it's, just, uh, it's just perfect. And such a champion bloke. Yeah. And, um, no, we had a beer down there. So sensational. Yeah. Well, no. good on you, Mark. Thanks for joining us on Giddy Up, mate. And um, we can't wait to watch what she can do in the future. No, thanks for having us, girl. There's Mark Baker there. And it was a terrific story for Hallmark's start. Um, don't go anywhere. We're live at Caraca for day two of the sale. Straight after the 11 o'clock news, or the 10 o'clock news, I should say. We've got the Monday means test. With Wayne Hawks and Johnny O'Neill will be ready to go straight after this. The Monday means test with Wayne Hawks and John O'Neill. Brought to you by Newgate Farm. North Pacific, what a weapon. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. Yes, North Pacific, I think he sold pretty well. I saw a couple of his yearlings go through the yearling sales. So Henry Fields got a spring in his step, mainly because high octane was impressive there in the preview. On the Friday afternoon at Caulfield, the Blue Diamond preview, um, I've got Will Bourne next to me. As I say hello to Johnny O'Neill and He's a uh, weapon. Wayne Hawks. Will Bourne's yeah. the weapon, mate. Hello to you, Wayne. Morning. How are we all? 
I am well. How are you going, Johnny? Yeah, very good, mate. Much uh, much happier to see Will in good form down there, sitting next to you. Look like you both been. You both had the spray tan, and you've both been in the yeah. ice bars with J Mac, and you you're doing the waxing. Both of you. Will, That's Will, the mail. Will just wanted to have a quick chat to you because he couldn't get on to you. He wants to know if you want to buy a lot for what? What number was it? Oh, it's, it's coming up very soon, in, yep. about, in about five minutes. Yeah, you make sure you stay alert with that. Have you got somebody there playing, or what's happening? No, what's I was, happening? I've jumped on air to get riding instructions off you, John. Yeah, yeah right. So Thank what's you. the budget, John? Buy it. Buy it. As Hawksy <laughs> says, we buy it. That's buy what it. we do. All right, then buy it. As long as Aussie's in the mix, we're okay. If he's not, we're in trouble. <laughs> That's it. Um, so... Hawksy, you're taking a leg. Kieran's a train. Yep. John, you'll do half. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No I wanted David Eustace, not Kieran. Ah, that's what it is. That's what it he'll, is. That's he'll end is. up buying it. Yes. Hey, mate, have you had good, any good. luck? Have you had any luck, Will, down there? What have you done? No, no, we're quiet today. We're, we're just about to have our first bid in like two minutes. Well, I interviewed Will just before, and I asked him what his oh no was, and he didn't even know what oh no was. So he, yeah, he, he listens he, a lot. He, he broke our he broke our fairly he broke our hearts in a way. But I got, got a great NFL oh no for today, G. I got the best one yeah. of all time today, mate. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, um, boys, I'll start with the King's Gambit here. Um, the King's Gambit. See you later, Will. Thanks Sarah, for see you, Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, go, go and get that done. Come back and tell us, yeah. mate, what the situation what is, is will you? What lot is it? Well, we are. I can't be. Don't give that oh. up because G's got a big following, mate. People will be tuning yeah, yeah. in and pineapple. All right, then. Come back and I you know go do the, the stuff and tell us. To you right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, very good. Um, my, my King's Gambit to start off with is what an amazing job New Zealand Racing's done to pick itself off the canvas. Now, they had their Karaka Day on Saturday, Karaka um, and their Karaka Millions Day. They had. It was $2 million up on the previous year with the turnover. They've got a new slot race. They had another big day from a selling point of view. It was another record-breaking day. So they were in all sorts of trouble four or five years ago. But since Antane and Dean Shannon came to the party, it has completely resurrected the sport here in New Zealand. And you can see it in the attitudes of the participants, from the breeders to the owners to the to the trainers, to the jockeys. It's been quite extraordinary, Wayne, and the results speak for themselves. The the turnover figures, I think that's the best guide that you can get. They were remarkable there on Saturday, not only for the, not only for Karaka Millions Day, but even for the trots recently for Auckland Cup night. It's been an astonishing turnaround, Wayne. I've been in the box here this morning and Wayne's got the trots, I'm telling you. It's not too good here. You <laughs> yes. wouldn't want to be here. The... Uh... <laughs> Entain has uh, helped resurrect New Zealand racing. There's uh, there's no no doubt about that. So they've done an amazing job. And when they're coming, was it a, no, don't quote me, but was it like a $50 million guarantee per year? It's some big number like Correct. that. For five years, for five years. and then they $50 million for five race. years. So yeah. the, the New yeah. Zealand racing are guaranteed an extra $50 million cash injection. I mean, it's not bad on the uh, the budget, is it? And the uh, profit and loss statement to start off with an extra 50, uh, 50 big ones. So we need to uh, thank them very much. And, you know, I mean, the New Zealand was just such a great place to go. And I'm, I'm putting in past tense. We had all these great stallions. And I remember as a kid going over to New Zealand and my father's arguably bought the best horse he's ever trained, called Octagonal out of there. And so many, bought so many great, great horses out of New Zealand. But... I suppose it was when uh, Zabil died from a bloodstock point of view, Zabil died, that Savabil was, was certainly a bit of a replacement, but he wasn't Zabil. Racing yeah. just 
got slower and slower and slower, got weaker and weaker and weaker, and it was becoming much of a, an Adelaide. And you've got some of the greatest breeders in the world in the Hainuis and the Waikatos and the Cambridges and Windsor Parks and all these great um, farms. I missed a stack off them out. So we all loved going to New Zealand, but the problem with New Zealand is no Bobs, Sabres, Vobas, Perth Speed, Cutis, William English Series, Magic Million Series, and they're, and they're in your own backyard. So yeah. they've had to do, you know, they've, they've had to reinvent their wheel a little bit. And obviously Entain's helped. Prasier's a stallion that's up and uh, flying. You know, Savabil's still just chugging away doing what he's doing. So they're certainly on their, uh, they're certainly on their way back. I haven't been since I uh, went over in there and bought a little one called Brutal. Not a bad little uh, PR exercise, that one. Go to New Zealand, buy Brutal, sell it for $12 million and uh, life's good. So, you know, they, but, but he was by O'Reilly. And, and they've lacked the stallions over there, and they've always been the poor half-brother, but apparently I wasn't there. Obviously, you was, but Saturday was a major hit, major success, and we need them. We need them back, because where they're also going to hurt a little bit, the Kiwis, is Singapore Racing's gone, Macau Racing's gone. Now, they sell a lot of tried horses um, into Asia, so that's they, they have their ready-to-run sale in the middle of November, and, I mean, it's chock-a-block full of the Asians that come down to, uh, to specifically buy. Us Aussies aren't big on going over to New Zealand. So I, th- I think I think Sir Peter Vella's done a, a wonderful job with, with NZB, and obviously he's got his kids and a great team of people, Patria, uh, Patria working down there. And I, I think across the board, the, the whole experience for people that haven't had an opportunity to go down to the sales is extraordinary. The point that you make is that a lot of the great horses out of New Zealand that are trained out of New Zealand because of the shorter or, or the lesser prize money, generally get traded to Hong Kong. That's generally Pretty what much. happens, right? So or, so probably the top 10 or 15% of the stock that exists in those markets that maybe 20 years ago used to come here and compete all the time and are all sold to Hong Kong. So good luck side, to David Ellis and you know, those type of horses. Yeah. We've got probably two of our best horses in Australia because we're now claiming imperatories. She only Kiwi. She's yeah. why I'm invincible. Yeah, yeah, she's trained to Cranbourne. Yeah. So, you know, two of our best horses in the country are actually uh, are actually Kiwi horses. So we yeah. need we, we actually as an Aussie, we need them to succeed. It's a wonderful environment, you, great breeding environment, great racing, fantastic for Entain to get in and and support everybody. And then of course the King went down on the weekend. Your uh, your spa buddy zipped over to Hong Kong, pinched a little group one, thought he'd get a plane down to New Zealand and pulled their pants down in the two-year-old Caraca, went bang in the two-year-old Millions, and then just to finish the day off, a beautiful ride in the three-year-old and one end as well. So James McDonald again put the show on and being a Kiwi himself, just to get down there and wind the whole thing up, has been fantastic. It's the power of the big names in Australasian racing with James McDonald, Blake Sheen and, and Mark Sarah heading there, and I think it would have done wonders for the turnover. But if you listen to these numbers, so... There was $9.5 million wagered on that Karaka meeting, and that's $2 million more than the previous highest meeting on record, um, which is quite staggering when you think about it. And it's been the same for that New Zealand Trotting Cup meeting, I should say, not Auckland Cup. So they continue to um, break the records because of this new deal with Entain, and they've been able to transcend the sport of New Zealand racing a little bit, especially to the Australian shores a little more. So... Um, and that's only with six races, Wayne. So that begs the question to you. Do you think in Australia that we could follow a similar path? I know it's a different ball game, but less is more. Just have a meeting like they do at Karaka. I was there. 
I think they'll do it better next year. I think one more race. The, like, it just didn't... We were all wanting one more race there, I think, on Saturday, and they're going to add the Group 1 sprinting race there next year. Uh, and I think that'll just top it off beautifully. It's a Royal Ascot, isn't it? I mean, you've got you got a Royal Ascot, yep. and, the, and the you know race one, number one, is the um, the mile race. What's it called? Great. I've just lost my train of thought. Um, Queen Anne. Well, or the, the Queen the Anne. Railway? The Queen Anne. No, the yeah. Queen Anne. Queen Anne, sorry. The Queen yeah. Anne. The sorry, Queen sorry, Anne. Sorry, yeah. So, at the end of the day, like it's, it's nearly always the best race of the whole week. So, yeah. they, they, don't, they don't stuff around. They don't run their, They don't run the Cox Plate at race 15. That's what it is. But I, I think the great thing now, too, is that if Entain are behind and they're going to put that type of money in, you give yourself a really good opportunity with the Vellas, with NZB, to get behind and continue to promote. So, I mean, Hawksy raised a couple of weeks ago just, you know, the quality horses that you can buy out of there, but traditionally they're not two-year-olds. That's traditionally the way that And I reckon that was the a mistake they did. They, they, they did make a mistake and putting the Karaka two-year-old millions on because... We don't go to New Zealand to buy a two-year-old. It's as simple as that. I've got and to tell it, you, the horse that won, we'll come, oh, I hope they yeah, bring it over. It, it's a it nice might, horse. But he, it's a him, nice horse. Hear me out. Yeah. If that horse was trained by Kieran Maher or Hayes or myself... Stephen Marsh. We yep. wouldn't we wouldn't yep. be taking it to New Zealand for the Karaka Mian no. if we thought it was dead set proper. It would have been like running last Friday in a Blue Diamond preview yep. or going to Sydney for a Golden Slipper, and that's a fact. So I just reckon they'll be better off not to have the two. They're not going to change it now, but they'll be better off to have a three, four, and a five-year-old. And so they've got the three and four-year-old race now. But I just reckon when they first started, that trying to get a two-year-old race for New Zealand isn't what. When you go to Magic Means, you go to Magic Means looking for your two-year-old precocious types. Two weeks later, you go to New Zealand and you're happy to buy the backward immature, needs gelding, leave it alone. Hopefully, we can win a Derby. And everyone keeps telling you they win the Derbies and the Oakses and they win a stack of Group One races. But they're not always the best bred horses, as far as you know, by Schnitzel or I'm Invincible or whatever. So that's it. Very good. Well, I mean, all I know is I, I love it down there. I think it's fantastic. I saw uh, I saw the great Glenn Boss down there carrying on jumping yes. off uh, jumping off the tower with Ollie and Campbell Brown, our own uh, SEN guru down there. So I didn't see you up on the tower. Gee, you weren't up there doing the skydive. What tower no, was this? Was what tower was this? I was for the folks late. at home. Oh, they've got some massive tower in the middle of... It must be in the middle of Auckland, is it? And they're all doing the bungee jump yeah. off oh. or something. I'll, I'll give you a tip. Um, I don't know orchestral... They haven't. It's not coming for the Australian Guineas. I think they want to come for the Derby. It's not in the market there with Bet365, so we might have to get orchestral in we'll that market. We'll be now. Horses like, yeah, Tom Kitten's at 550, Riff Rocket at 650. I know J-Max says he's the real deal, this horse. Is it a filly orchestral? Orchestral, yep. She yeah, is, right. yep. Yeah, yeah, by Savabil, yeah. She's coming for the Derby. Out of an yep. O'Reilly mare, which is what you were talking about before. There yes. you go. So, you know, that's so the So she might be going definitely for the Australian Oaks. Is she yep. in the Australian Oaks market? Yeah, she's 850. There you go. She takes there on a go. horse like Sardozzi, who Mac is committed to, but she might be worth a an each each way ticket there. And also, also then, just if, quickly, on, on the two-year-old winner, um, obviously by Written yep. Tycoon, out of a Schnitzel mare. So yeah, that's obviously why it was yeah. up and going. And Karaka Millions yeah. Day is now like Magic Millions Day. Twenty years ago, they Correct. weren't they they weren't a race day in theory of the top echelon. Yeah. Whereas Karaka Millions Day is becoming one of the big big days that we uh, that we watch. And it would be good if we could get even more racing on that day from New Zealand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We can include in our, more in our yeah. coverage and, and everything like that because 
the more the more you do that, the more chance we've got to get in the better jockeys and everything. And, and it all gets back to prize money. Yeah. Now you I'm, put the prize yeah, money up. Yeah. Look at what the, seriously. Look what they do with the quokka. Yeah, true. We didn't. Even, I didn't know what a quokka was till twelve months ago. Now all of a sudden, quokka's big. So the two and three year old race down there. Stephen Marsh trained the two year old winner. I'm pretty sure he was training in Singapore for a while. Wasn't yes, he? he was. He was up there doing some stuff. Yeah. He's he's a good fella too. Yeah, good guy. Terrific. And then Roger James and and Roger's partner trained. Um, obviously trained the three year old. Now, did Roger train the horse that you won the Caulfield Cup for? Uh, Railings. Yeah. He trained it after after yeah. us. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Roger's Roger's been a uh, a top uh, trainer, top yeah. Group One trainer, and yeah, as long as I've been yeah. uh, going to New Zealand, he's been winning the Group One races. I, you know what? He's a guy that would have won forty or fifty Group One races. Yeah, well. And he's come to Australia probably more success in the autumn in Sydney than the spring in Melbourne. But he used to, he'd, he'd come with with Solomon Achiever. Always and all very those great well dressed, horses. wasn't he? Always. Mate, Probably immaculately dressed. Other yeah. than Neil Wilson, the VRC, I reckon he'd be the yeah, best dressed man on a race course. Now, have you James. been down to Pencaro's uh, wonderful food supplying environment in there, yeah, Marquee? In fact, in fact, a little later on, I'm, getting, I'm going to give my top five marquees here from a food perspective. Beautiful. I've done a lot of research and I've hard done to beat a lot the of hard Vellas, work to mate. Hard to beat this the Vellas. particular job. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, um, it'd be interesting to see where I, I'm just tossing up at the moment who's going to be my number one. So um, I'll let you know towards the back end of the show. And Roger James, of course, he trained Prowess, who unfortunately had to be retired early because of feed issues. But her full, and this was a wonderful story with the Bakers. We just had Mark Baker on from Hallmark Stud, sold for $1.6 million. That was lot 21, yesterday. I believe, that we all circled Correct. and sat down and said, geez, we'll get yes. it for five or 600 if we can get a big crew of yeah. people in it. And Ozzy and I were saying this will be good, and we didn't even get a look in. So Pete Moody bought it, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Pete he's going to train. Yeah, bought it, and this, yeah, he's going to train. Catherine, and yeah. this is amazing, Wayne. Mark was just explaining. So you have Prowess by Price here, yes, and then they've got the full sister that was sold for one point six. Then they've got another full sister at foot, and then another full sister as well. Um, so there'll be Ching, or hopefully Ching. it's a sister. Yeah, well. but there's there's at least three full sisters which is quite remarkable, really. And they'll be all raced in different colours. So there you go. You could do a Bing, um, you could do a Bing Crosby Christmas. Dynasty. You could do a Bing, Cro- Bing yeah. Crosby Christmas show with the sisters. Bing Crosby. <laughs> Bing Crosby's Crosby. We'll take, a quick, we'll take a quick break. This is the Monday Means Test. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit the gambling help onli- helponline.org.au. We'll take a break and come back with more. Switzerland's looking for a gap and getting it now. Game on. Russian Revolution being challenged by Switzerland, who swooped and kicked away. Going to second, Castagna down the middle of the track with Russian roulette fighting back. But it's a big win for Switzerland on debut, beating Castagna. Welcome back to the Means Test, Gareth Hall, Wayne Hawks, Johnny O'Neill with you on this Monday morning. Time for our next category. It's the two-year-old landscape. It changed a bit once again, and I, I know that you listen to this show religiously, Wayne, and I know you're a big fan of our Monday breakdown team as well. I am. That was Switzerland winning in Sydney on Monday, but Dean Watling indicated we should have something at $51 with Bet365 this time last week on a horse by the name of High Octane, and now it's the $4.50 favourite. That was for the Blue Diamond. Now it's the $4.50 favourite for the Blue Diamond. So... Um, which horse were you more impressed with on the weekend? Geez, I think Switzerland was was something else. And they've been talking about this horse for quite some time. And we finally got to see him at the races there on Saturday. Yeah, we did. You know what? It's actually good because you take away the uh, the Magic Millions winner. 
haven't really seen a proper proper two year old and as I said on this program on the uh, on the Monday morning after Magic Millions, yes, you know Dominic Burns said if it goes on with the job, it'll win the Golden Slipper and Dadalada. But as I said, we haven't seen a, a heap of good two-year-olds yet, and each week yeah. there's going to be a new Golden Slipper, Blue Diamond favourite because that's the same same norm every every other year. So, from a, from a general racing point of view, we are desperate for good horses because we have latched onto Imperatrice and she is ours. But, I mean, as I said, you take yes. her away. The bright sides, the alligator bloods, all those horses, they're old. They're not young. They ain't coming back and going to get better and better and better. It's a, it is pure and simple fact that they can't get better. They can only stay the same or start to slide. And in fairness, they have to start sliding because they just do. I wish I wins a back marker. He flies home, but he's unfortunately going to get meet, beat more than he is going to win because of his racing pattern. So we need the next generation coming through because, yes. honest, we are light on across the board at the top end, the top echelon of horses. So we need these crop of two-year-olds to really stand up for the next 12, 18 months. Geez, I tell you, Coolmore have, um, have obviously stepped up over the last three slippers. Obviously, Shinzu winning last year and yep. Home Affairs the year before. They've produced another colt with Waller again. Uh, I think they've got another couple up their sleeve. They've certainly got a nice horse with Kieran that'll go around on Wednesday this week. So... You know, good luck to Tommy and, and the crew there. They uh, they do tip a heap of money in. They're a wonderful breeding sort of environment. There's no doubt about that. Um, world class, which is, you know, it's on show all the way around the world all the time. But, you know, to be able to get horses of that calibre, and I know they do put the money in Hawksy, but you know most of those expensive colts. Not easy to well, do. Well, it just doesn't happen, what, right? What did, what did he cost? I don't know what he cost. Oh, do you know, Gareth? I think he was mid-ones. 1.5. Yeah. 1.5 around expensive, that mark. Yeah. But the horses over a million dollars, it is not a great, great statistic, unfortunately. No. But uh, but hats hats off to Chris Waller, right? Bang, 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 three in a row. So he's... It's, it's, very, it's very, very hard to do. And trust me, I've had probably more million-dollar colts than lots of, lots of people ever get the opportunity to do. But... When you nail and all too hard and things like that, they're uh, gee whiz, it's uh, it's, it's so, sweet, that's for sure. So they were both great Wayne runs. Just, I, I thought I yes. thought High Octane ran great. Um, obviously, that was I think that's it. Was that a Newgate horse? Yep. China Horse Club. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, very very nice horse for Henry as well. So it'll be hard to beat, I would imagine. Um, we've still got our Philly Bowl Bastille that obviously the form held up reasonably well because the horse that we beat pretty easy at Mooney Valley won the the Phillies division of the two year old. Uh, mm-hmm. We beat it sort of by three or four, so I'm pretty sure that she'll have a... Yeah, a bit of setback there with that Philly, did you, yeah, old but, still? Yeah, I think she just had a shitty blood for a week or so, and, and okay. both both Hayes boys sort of said... Shitty blood. Yeah, shitty blood. Sorry, a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. blood. <laughs> yeah. She had a bad blood, so not, uh, not the they pub, just Johnny. eased we're off for a week. Pub, but, you know, those guys are uh, are elite at two-year-olds, as, as we, you know, their father was, so... Um, they seem, you know, pretty confident that she's back where she needs to be, so I'd say she'd go round in the... The second group of the preludes, right? We've had Prelude, the previews, yeah. Correct. So I'd say she'll probably go around in the preludes. Saturday week. Yeah, which would be good. So, uh, and outside of that, I don't know whether... I was actually looking in the market, um, gee, that Switzerland is in the English Millennium yep, definitely race. definitely going there. It's definitely yep, going? Taking orders and yes. Okay. Yes. I might ring Chris and ask. Sorry about know, that. They well, they don't need the money. They should be going just to the... Yeah, the group races and the lead up to the slipper, don't they? They shouldn't go yep. there. We need the money to pay for the yearlings, mate. We're eating the paint off yep. the walls. So I think I, I reckon J Mac. I don't know. He was having a few conversations with some the Coolmore hierarchy. I reckon he's just working out a plan. I think he might be right. I don't. He's he'll, 
you're probably right, Switzerland, you would imagine. But uh, well, he's trolling my horse tell. tomorrow, so obviously okay. he trolled it the other day. But you know, yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Messiah will ride the horse that he no, thinks will win, and no loyalty that, with his well, mates. No, I don't think okay. J Mac. But I think zero. at the end of the day, hey, mate, when you get the best, zero. when you get the best, if you can get him hey. and he's riding your horse, well, you're happy. Otherwise, you you got to move on. Jay Collett and all them will be putting their hand up. Sorry. Jay Collett, he rode beautifully on the weekend. Did he? Jay Collett, now, yeah, now Wayne, I've got a question. We'll talk about the three-year-old division as well because we had the Manfred, but this is going back to, say, a horse like High Octane. He only had the one trial before his debut effort. Yep. And then you get a three-year-old like Pierre, um, not Pierre, right? a three-year-old like Stepati that only had the one trial and then went into a race there on, on Saturday. Do you like to see horses have more than one trial and how much improvement First of all, we'll talk about high octane just quickly going back to that two-year-old. How much improvement will you see in him now after doing what he did on debut after just having the one trial? It's too long and too hard a question that you've asked. The bottom line is, I'll put it to you this way. Sometimes horses only need one trial because they're very clean-winded. They might have had a stack of work and, let's say, a big pre-season. Let's, let's, let's say it like that. So they don't need to have two trials. Sometimes you're trialling a horse the second time only because the race is still another few weeks away and instead of a gallop, you might just give it a, a barrier trial. So we'll, um, we'll bring up Super Vogue later, but as I said to you before, Gareth, people are reading the trials way too much. All you can do okay. is expect that regardless of how many trials it's had, people are sending the horses to the races 110% spot on. That's all you can ever expect, and I suppose... It's, it's like when the obvious wins, and then you look back and you go, yeah, I just kept skirting around the obvious, but when it was the obvious, it was the obvious, wasn't it? So, yeah, look, what, one thing I'll say about that high-octane race is, yeah, the high-octane race is that... Um, octane. Octane race. I tried to correct myself <laughs> and uncorrected myself. Both Peter and Paul are obviously wonderful trainers. They're elite two-year-old trainers. Um, a horse that trialled as good as what it did and came down to Melbourne with a spruik on it, to be two dollars forty out to three dollars ten or something, and then sort of back into two eighty or two ninety. They, they, they they've le- the they've left. They've left. They've left plenty in the tank. I, I think it. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for it to be able to have won that race where it was, to be able to get over the top with Mark as strong, it'll improve significantly into the diamond. That, I would have thought. We got fifty one dollars, Johnny. Uh, the bet three six five. Bet three six five for the giddy up listeners. Hey. Um, I might take the news here. Michael Hawks isn't far away. He might feature in our own nose today. <laughs> so we'll take, we'll, we'll take a quick break. I want to ask you about the three-year-old setup. And Geez, you've been a bit harsh on V8, Johnny. I'm looking forward to hearing Kelvin McAvoy's listening. Oh, just the like, tomato juice. I was cheering him on the yeah. matter of fact, I yes. wasn't cheering him on the weekend. Yeah. But anyway, it was we'll a take good win. A, we'll, we'll take the news and then we'll come back and see what the boys have to say about the three-year-olds. Beautiful. You're getting up on this Monday morning. This is the Monday Means Test. Karaka 2024, your source of racetrack champions. NZB's Karaka yelling sales on now at the Karaka Sales Centre. Head to the nzb.co.nz website and you get all of the updated information there. They do a wonderful job. Michael Hawks joins us. He's joining us. He's joining us for the last 25 minutes here of the Means Test because he was such a hit last week. Hello to you, Michael. Morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well. Um, Wayne, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Probably. Wayne's disappeared. He's out coughing. He's out oh, coughing. Wayne's, he's choking on. Wayne, he's choking Wayne's, on his tips that he yes. spread everywhere. And we just, as we've not. always said, we need to listen to the so, good-looking brother, uh, mate. He's the only one who's got yeah. any idea. 
Now, we're going to get to our own nose soon, Michael, and you're featuring prominently, they tell me, in our own nose So don't, let, today, don't let him go. Keep him there for the own nose, please. Very yeah, important. Yes, so I will. So you can comment on the three-year-old division for us. So, Johnny, you're a bit critical of V8, and Kelvin McAvoy didn't like it too much, but um, <laughs> and he's listening right now. Yep. Are you a fair now after his performance in well, the Australian States? all I've got to States? say is he's been on the Bloody Marys ever since. He's on that V8 yeah. juice, that tomato juice, uh, for yes. the older progeny that are listening. It was a very good win. Second horse should have won clearly. Missed a start two and a half lengths and over race through its head round. But having said that, I think both three-year-olds are going to progress. They're definitely group horses. Obviously, that was a group two, but potential group one horses, both of the both of the three-year-olds. Can V8 win the Australian Guineas, Johnny? No, it Stop can't. stuffing around. No, it can't win. Okay. No, Thank it's you. not going. I don't well, think it'll it, go I don't there. think it'll go there. I think it's a Can six. it win a group one? Yes, it can. Ooh. Yes, it can win a group one. There you go, sure. Calvin. Stallion can, share. I'll tell you what it can win. I'll tell you what it can win. It can win the Goodwood. Stallion share. That's what it ching, can win. Ching. All, all okay. Calvin's worried about is, is his, uh, his breeding right. You know what he'll do with it? He'll run it in the Oakley plate with no weight. No, I think they're going you to they're going to the ore stakes. Yeah, well, they're no. going to the ore for charity, and then they make a decision whether they drop back to it for a new market or an Australian guineas. Wayne, I'll ask you this question. Would you yes, prefer sir. to own V8 or to party? Uh, well, I think Stapati has more potential, but the way V8 races okay. is probably a better racing pattern than Stapati. Stapati can get yep. back. I know it's got back from wide barriers. When it draws a good barrier, it, uh, it certainly stays in and, and you know can obviously go forward and, and posse up close. But I think Stapati for mine, to be honest. It ran huge on the weekend. Yep. It pulled its head off for two and a half furlongs, so it just never settled. Yeah. Too fresh. It's a lovely horse. It's, it's fine. Who's the best horse, Michael, in the country at the moment? Because you've got Mr. Brightside that trials tomorrow. He's the 325 favourite for the All Stakes. He'll go All Stakes for Charity, All Star Mile, Australia Cup, and then conclude his campaign in the Queen Elizabeth. And then he'll, he'll, need, a, he'll need a holiday. Dollars. He'll need to go to the bloody Maldives if he does all of that. Yeah. Well, he can, well, he, that's on, where on the flight, he can, he can have be a dizzy, but holiday to be flight. dizzy. We're going to speak to the Hayes boys about that. You can't be doing that. Why? That's what he did last prep. That's five runs. That's okay. Yeah, right. It's all right, isn't it, Michael? Look, I'm an Adelaide Blood fan myself. I just think what he's done is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Mr. Brightside, you can't pot him. He's been there, but... Uh, look, it's uh, it's great for racing, I think. Uh, and the trial form for oh. the blood's enormous too. The trial form is elite. <laughs> <laughs> it's elite, Michael. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> I'll we'll, with that. We'll, we'll get we'll get to that in just a moment. Hey, I'll tell you what, lads. I'm fascinated to see what Imperatrice does. Um, she's probably the best horse at the moment in the country. But Tiaka Racing, uh, they're a little bit flat there on Saturday. They didn't get warm on Crack Millions Day. Well, that happens. I mean, Coolmore got a Royal Ascot. a Royal Ascot. You know, yeah. lined up with Aiden's good horses, and they get beat. So you can't win. No, uh, you be... can't win every week. No, that's a good point. But I, I think she'll start off in the Lightning um, in a few weeks' time, which isn't far away. Twelve thirty-nine here in New Zealand. It's ten thirty-nine in the East. In uh, Australia, of course, that means it's seven thirty-nine in WA and um, nine thirty-nine in the beautiful part of the world in Queensland. We'll take a quick break on the other side of it. Our own nose. Looking forward to this on a Monday morning. Welcome back to the Monday Is this an, is this an O-No segment? This is an O-No yeah, segment. We're about, we're about to roll the O-No's, Jacko. I like that song, Islands in the Stream. 
Islands in the You're all over that. You're a little bit. You got a bit of Kenny Rogers about you. Got a bit of Kenny Rogers about him. This is a better song though, Johnny. Oh no. See you walking around like it's a funeral. That's so serious. Right, I've got a ripper. I've got an absolute ripper, G. Okay. What is it? So yep. I'm on the weekend, Saturday. I'm sitting, concentrating at the races and trying to, you know, trying to find a winner. And and I get all these videos and these bloody text messages flying through at 100 miles an hour from the great Wayne Hawks. Well, hang on. This is not for public this consumption. This is for you, my friend, right? <laughs> hang on a minute. Now, what I'm saying is my hey, own know is... you on? My own know is he's gone to the wrong island. He's got on the plane... <laughs> he's that confused and he's lobbed in Tassie. He's in Tassie fishing. He's sending me notes. I'm saying, you're getting plenty of fish down there in Auckland. He goes, I'm in Tassie, mate. I said, you got the wrong joint, mate. Johnny thought so, I was in Lake Tahoe. I thought he was in Lake Tahoe. I thought he was <laughs> down there. No good. Anyway, so my own nose, so, he's gone to the wrong island, mate. All right, then. So that's why Michael's doing all the I work. Went, I went, I guess, Michael went to New Zealand and I went to Hobart. They're half brothers and sisters yeah. and... Just went down that now, little, little quick uh, weekend of uh, fishing down in uh, south of Hobart. Now, I guess the oh no super vogue for mine. Oh, geez, I copped a hammering on social oh, media. You? But, um, oh. Well, you know um, what, you know what Gareth, Michael Gareth? Hawks? Well, you stuck before, your neck. No, yeah, no, no. no. Before, before we talk to Michael Hawks, we just got a little stinger just to play into uh, Michael Hawks' yes. disastrous day. <laughs> when it ran second alligator blood, I said to Michael, I said, this is going to be a proper cock up. He said, what do you mean? I said, it'll get beat. And everyone will be screaming from the top of the grandstands. Mm-hmm. No moral. No. It's no moral. The Supervogue can't pick them up, but Picasso's Dream <laughs> takes the lead. And Picasso's Dream beat Irish Pride. LeMay third. Crucial witness was fourth. Supervogue fifth then. Over to you, brother. <clears throat> Listen, all I can say is she didn't run down the hill at Queen Bia. Yes. Oh, oh, please. Well, well oh, it, is a difficult, it is a difficult track because you can get dizzy going down these hills. It probably was a little bit dizzy when I arrived. Is that right, Michael? Listen, Tommy Berry gave her a peach of a ride, come up underneath him, and no sooner she come up underneath and started down the hill, she was gone. Tommy, yeah. Tommy is that true? All. Is that true? Tommy got off and said she needed further, and I said, "Yeah, about a ten-mile paddock has been sued further." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much further you can get on a float trip for three yeah. and a half hours. So tell well, us what's I going did, on with this now. We'd like to know I what the program is, Michael, with this horse now, because you know, obviously Johnny, the wraps the were huge. Is, and what's, she's what's in the, the next online auction, English oh. online auction. That's is where she? she's headed. So really? you're not having another start? Really? No, no more starts. So okay. she's headed on the online auction. Did, so. did Johnny put the foot down and says, you're not embarrassing me anymore? Did, well, I think as you said it, we don't have 54 raiders, but you've got to try these things. You we do. are horse trainers. You got, no, so you've got friends you, in it, Queen Bean. Did, did you leave the horse at, in <laughs> Queen Bean or what, what, what did you do? Should have uh, left the trainer down Hawks there as well. There. And yeah. the jockey. It all, in all seriousness, were you disappointed? We are serious. <laughs> Look, I was disappointed. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But as I said, pre-race... You know, when you got me on the on the air. Basically, yeah, yeah. she trialled really good. It was either a matter of just going there and winning or, or running nowhere. And, you know, it's horses for courses. It's yeah. something I've been there, hadn't been there before. And truth, Tommy and I drove around in the steward's car around the track because he hadn't ridden there for 12 yeah. years. So yeah. um, she just didn't like it. No. Simple. Yeah. Gareth, I'd give her another what? opportunity. Yeah, you, well, can, you can, Gareth. Gareth. You, you can buy the bloody thing online. online. Yeah, why don't you, you buy, buy it online, online, Gareth? Go well back in uh, New Zealand or... I've got to tell Earth. you, G, I'll tell you what, a couple of ice baths, a bit of a wax and a yes. bit of a spray tan. And that's just it the horse. It might come good, that horse. Yeah, it might come good. Gareth, now, as, I, as I said my... quickly, as I said, barrier trials mean stuff all. They, uh, they really... Okay. No, I know everyone reads into them too much. 
and you know what? That's a pure example of a cock-up. Mm-hmm. I remember young Tom Hughes had a horse he trialled one day and trialled against one of uh, one of ours. And he and ours trialled like an absolute jet and he's only got beat two lengths behind it. He came up to me and said, what is it, what is it, what is it? This is back in the day when you didn't have to declare, which is under the name Hawks. I said, you don't want to know. He said, no, 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 no. Mine's run a Saturday week in the... It, it was... Oh, it was... <sighs> Casterton or Hamilton, true story. I said, oh, you definitely don't yeah. want to know. And he pestered me, and I said, all right. I said, I said, you'll find out. I said, my horse is called Yell, that had won three Group 1 races, right? He was champion sprinter of his year, Yell. So Tommy Hughes has gone to Casterton and Hamilton, backed it off the map, and it got its uh, pants pulled down like Very good judge, loaded. Tommy, though, in his day, wasn't no he? Doubt. Very no, good yeah. judge. No, senior. Hey, I'm, I'm talking I can junior. Just... <laughs> Yeah, gee, you, well, yeah, you're cutting take... us off. I mean, you're unbelievable. No, you're down no, in New sorry. Zealand. You've I been partying on the yeah. drink. Stop holding Michael's hand. He's not involved I've in that. He doesn't want any of that. I've still got another O. Yeah, well, I've got to take a quick break so we've got more time towards the back end. So we'll take a break and we'll come back and wrap it up. I've got another O now as well and Good. a few yes, yes, yes. This Let's is hope there's the a Panadol ad for the people that back that horse. For Monday, this is the Monday meeting. How did your Twitter blow up there, Gareth? Let's take a break. They're out of control, Michael. What am I? Twitter, hey, your Twitter melted. What a world. Plenty of fans. Roll it. Welcome back to Giddy Out. We're live at Caracas for day two of the sales. It was a big day yesterday, and it's been a pretty handy start for day two here at uh, Caraca. This is the Monday Means Test. Gareth Hall, Wayne Hawks and Johnny O'Neill with you, along with Michael Hawks, a special guest for today's Monday's Means Test. Wayne, um, you've got an O-No for us. My my O-No was involving Glenn Boss, and the person that told me was Michael Hawks. So, at the end of the day, Michael, (laughs) Michael, take it over. What do you got for us, Mick? Well, we were at the lovely NZB cocktail party and yeah. uh, having fun after the uh, the races there. And um, I was standing with my beautiful wife, Claire, and yes. uh, another friend of mine, uh, David, and um, Bossy was there and, and young Britt Taylor. And uh, yes. Britt does a great job, as we all know. And she asked for a drink of uh, some sort. And champagne, Bossie wasn't said, it? well, I'll get you a glass of champagne. Yeah. So uh, Bossy told her off to the, uh, the bar. Yeah. And uh, so we're talking away and um, having a good time. And Bossy come back and said, um, look, I'm sorry, Britt, but I couldn't get you a glass of champagne because uh, they didn't sell it by the glass, only by the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even buy a bottle of uh, champagne. Now, that was lucky. me. Uh, yes. Unbelievable. Did he buy her a drink? Didn't buy no. anything. So she had to go off and get her own. Uh, <laughs> Gee, oh, boss, bossy. three There's Melbourne no Cups, 91 him. Group 1 races. Couldn't afford a little <laughs> bottle of champagne for our Brittany Taylor. I saw, I saw Bossy later that night at headquarters. He was very, very gracious. with. He, he, was, he was buying 20 um, lemon-lime vodkas at, at once, so he must have found his wallet. <laughs> Not I've got Brittany. an O-No. What about this? Legato gets beaten that four-year-old race. It started at $1.30. Um, and Ryan Alley, poor old Ryan Alley, it's been a nightmare really for him. On, on, on Karaka uh, Millions Day with Legato. But um, the New Zealand tab, they paid out the futures bets for Legato on the Wednesday. They, they paid out $3 million. Good. So the punters, were, they, they, they didn't lose, of course, because they, if they backed her in the future market. So there you go. That's a no-no for the New Zealand tab. Now, Any can, yes, can, yes, can, yes it, can it come over here and be competitive, Legato? Yeah. Yeah, I can? don't know about. I don't, it I might, don't think it's yeah, group one level. It can't at group one level, yeah. can it? 
It's already won a Group 1. Yeah, I know that. But can it come over now after that run? Mm, I don't know I, if it was a great know. ride. I'll maybe put Michael D on it. We'll see how it goes. Throw to the yes, yes, yes. Roll it, Jacko. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Got a few, me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can start, Johnny. I thought Ethan Brown's comeback rode a winner on the weekend. Unbelievable. Terrific young kid. Really hard worker. Yep. Obviously had a heap of sort of um, personal issues that he's now overcome. So great to see him back. I backed Frosty Lane, who's riding like a freak on the weekend, on a horse that he took off on, and it was home for all money. And a horse by the name of CR7, ridden by Jayla Kennedy. So congratulations to Jayla. Yep. Johnny Allen, great ride on Sox Nation. And uh, special mention to Shane Crawford and, and Camo, their horse Mornington Glory. Now down yes. at Bedgoods, it's now to sort of one, two or three in a row. So good on them. My um, yes, yes, yes is the hospitality here at NZB. I tell sure you what, the pizzas is. at Waikato start, yeah, the unreal. Cambridge like pork rolls are sensational. Um, Sir Peter and his lamb chops, it doesn't get any better. Just like cash for comedy. I tell you what, I'm going to come back looking like Wayne Hawks with a bald hey, head hey, and a fat hey, 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 hey. <laughs> You can train Super Vogue if you want. What about the yes. lobster? What about the lobster at the Vellas? Is it still there or not? I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a seafood man, but I'm sure that's really good. Have you got a yes, yes, yes for us, Michael? You know what? I'm just glad to be back here after so long. I think it's been five years, six years. Um, yeah. Buy, an, buy another Brutal. Buy another Brutal. We bought Brutal. So, uh, you never know what happens. But honestly, NZB, they do it right. Everyone's here, and it's yeah. uh, it's glad to be back, that's for sure. Good on you, Johnny. Wayne, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch up with you next week. Tune in Salt Coat Saturday, Sydney. Oh, yes. Have you had a winner for us, Michael? Um, I am Tom Wednesday. He'll run right. really good. About, we've, got the good, we've got the good judge from the Hawks team on us. We'll so see about go. that. He said Super Bowl. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> Bye, folks. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> see you, lads. That's the means test.